edition of 99 questions this is of course an oddly numbered interview show where we ask all sorts of interesting people interesting questions i am your host bob buell and i am joined today through the generosity of his own making yeah i'm gonna go with that sentence uh through his wonderful extra life donation we have james smith james smithy how are you today sir Hi, Bob. Uh, I'm great. Thank you for having me on uh, for my notoriety alone and no other reason, <laughs> monetary or otherwise. <laughs> I've said it for years. If you pay enough, you'll always get onto this show. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, truly, just for a little bit of context, I did a, a charity stream for a wonderful charity called Extra Life uh, that gives money to uh, children's hospitals through the power of people playing video games. Uh, and one of the incentives was to be on this show, uh, one of the higher incentives. And uh, 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 Smithy here uh, paid and is, is I'm very glad to have him on the show. Um, I've even been a guest on your podcast, in fact. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the uh, PS premiere, the, the premiere PlayStation exclusive podcast. I'm That's sure there's what a... we call ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a better tagline that I am butchering, but... Something along those lines. Uh, so, A, I thank you for being here today. Uh, and B, we uh, before we roll into these questions here, uh, we, of course, have a couple ground rules, a couple uh, terms and conditions, if you will, of course. Uh, b- before we roll into the question. Because otherwise it would just be chaos. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, what is life without rules? Exactly. Now you get it. Uh, rule number one, take as much time or as little time as you need to answer any of these questions. Uh, if a single yes or no suffices, give me a yes or no. If a short story about your life helps us get a better understanding, I want to hear that story. Uh, rule number two, there's nothing controversial here. Maybe outside of like one question. There's nothing (laughs) wacky and crazy here, but if you want to pass, you can pass. No judgment. And, of course, rule number three, despite the name of the show being 99 questions, there might be a follow-up. There might be a little off-the-cuff extra questions. The exact total number of questions, uh, I'm certainly not counting. But uh, it's based around a structure of 99, so just kind of go with it. So uh, the the first of those uh, non-counting questions, a question zero, if you will. Smithy, are you ready? Actually, could you give me a minute? No, yeah, I'm, just, okay. I'm just kidding. Where you go? I'm ready. Take your time. Take your time. <laughs> All right. Question number one. What's the perfect breakfast? You know, I like a, I like a rolling sausage. But you know, you know what I, I what I do is I fry them in a pan, right? But I mm-hmm. make I make an incision uh lengthways across the sausage, okay? Not end to end, but just in the middle of the sausage. And then I, I flip it over on the side where I made the incision and let it fry for a couple of minutes. It gets it real crispy. 
Interesting. Yeah. And then you just throw it on a roll, put some brown sauce on there. That's your breakfast. Mm, like a little HP sauce type thing? Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. okay. That or a, or a bacon bagel. I like a bacon bagel as well. A bacon bagel. I can't say I've ever had a bacon bagel. Oh, that's this good stuff. Is, it sounds it. Wow. That's 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 a pretty strong contender right there. Question number two, who's the coolest dude? Oh, that's that is a tough one. I, a lot I'm of ramifications say, with this question. Yeah. I'm gonna say you, Bob, on account Ooh. of the fifty quid that you slipped me earlier. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that Venmo went through. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's far too kind of you. Uh, thank you. And you hear that, Blake Hester, former coolest dude, coming for you. <laughs> that's it. Bob's Bob is the king of his own podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call myself. That's why I wear this tiny little crown every time I record. <laughs> uh, question number three: steak, chicken, or fish? Steak every time. Yeah. Yeah. I chicken has more uh, utility, you know. Mm. You can use it in more things, I think. But uh, you, you can't beat a steak. You you really can't. And fish is fish is not even a contender. Fish is who eats fish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do I do love a good sushi. I don't know if that's. Uh... I've never I've never tried sushi in my Interesting. life. I, that's too weird for me. Like I'm not big on seafood in general. Like I, I like a fish and chips, you know, like a, a mm. cod or a haddock or a, maybe even tuna, but study on raw fish. That's too weird for me. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. No. But a good, what, 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 uh, what temperature are you ordering this steak? This is one of those uh, signature side questions. I, I like even a, medium. I like a medium. Yeah. Okay. No argument there. I'll take mine a little more rarer, but totally fine. Perfectly respectable. <laughs> uh, number four, best gift you've ever gotten. Best gift I've ever gotten was actually last year. Uh, I, for my birthday, I got... So, you know, in The Last of Us Part 2, which is now my favorite game of all time. Favorite of all Of time. all time, yeah, yeah. Wow. But... I know it. I, I heard you say it top of your list for last year. But yeah. of all time, holy cow! Yeah, I love okay. that. I love that game. Um, and you know, I don't. If you've played it, you know there are sort of collectible trading cards that you can pick up along the way. Mm-hmm. And so, like for my birthday, I got a real life version of that pack, or like a pack of all those trading cards, which I didn't even know was like a. Th- I, I didn't even think of that as like a oh, piece wow. of merchandise, but like it. And it's not like an official thing; like somebody's made it and, and sort of sold it on their own, but. Like that that's I think that's probably the best gift I've ever gotten. And I also got um I got the tape that Joel gives to Ellie uh with the in the in the mission where they're in the space capsule mm. with uh the astronaut tape on it, the cassette the cassette tape. Uh and, and those are just I love like in world sort of items like that. Yeah. You know? Those are phenomenal. And and especially yeah. knowing that they're not you know, those are probably Etsy made or fan made items. Yeah, uh, it it just puts a little extra love onto them. Like those are those are great. Yeah, and I think that's the best kind of gift as well. Is one that like the person receiving it hasn't like asked for or even knows exists. But like mm. you, you, when you're like the person who's buying the gift knows that they're they like the thing 
that it's based on and they'll probably like the gift yeah it's it's like a couple layers deeper than just you know oh i found this in a in a best buy yeah (laughs) everyone's gonna get this and 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 those are wonderful of course like who wouldn't turn down like a you know a new playstation or something but uh going a couple layers deeper into someone's interests and and uh, like that is phenomenal yeah there's more thought put into it it's more personal yeah uh, question five, what's the best gift you've ever given? Now, I, I used to think I was pretty good at giving gifts. Mm. I've since discovered that I'm probably not. I'm pretty rubbish at it, to be <laughs> honest. Um, because I, I usually am the one going to the supermarket and just buy, or buying stuff off Amazon. But um, yeah, I, I the first thing that comes to mind is I, I, I my best friend really likes Uncharted, so I got him... A limited edition art print that they did for the 10th anniversary of Uncharted. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, I sort of saw that and I thought, hey, that'd make a good, that'd make a good gift because he really likes Uncharted. So I, I, I got one of those in a frame for it and I gave that to him. And I think that's probably uh, the best gift that I've given anyone. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's again, it's exactly what we were talking about. It's it's fun. It's going a couple layers deeper than you had to 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 get something yeah. that's. A little extra special. Yeah. Uh, question six. What did you want to do for a living when you were a kid? Yeah, it's interesting. I wanted to do... A th- I think there was a moment in time there where I wanted to be Doctor Who. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I sort of gave up on that very quickly. Because I, yeah. I, didn't, I, don't, I don't think I wanted to be an actor, but I just really wanted to be Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just have um, the little uh, screwdriver there and the, the <laughs> telephone booth and the whole deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I think uh, for a while there, I wanted to be a YouTuber, and then I sort mm. of, I sort of grew out of that and realized oh, that's a bit of a that's I, uh, that's a bit of a dirty word. It's a bit like I, I don't want to be a YouTuber, you know. Um, and then I sort of moved on to other things, and now I'm sort of here making youtube videos again which is a weird it's funny how things work out isn't it yeah you know it's it's i i heard someone in college explain it that like there's a couple websites that just became like a commodity on the internet that's like they're, they're not like the the trend of the week or they'll hang around until they're not popular like they're just there and youtube's one of them and facebook is one of them and twitter is probably one of them where yeah they're just kind of I don't want to use the word necessary evils because that <laughs> kind of denotes a, a certain underhandedness to them. But yeah, they've, just you know, sort of, they've become like a part of life for yeah. everyone. Kind of yeah. like, like TV. Yes, that's an excellent way of putting it. Like yeah. if you if you told someone put on Channel 4, they wouldn't go on what? Like they, <laughs> they instantly know what you mean in the same way where you're like, OK, go to this YouTube channel. They wouldn't go, wait, YouTube youtube.com is what you're you mean right like it's (laughs) just ubiquitous everyone knows what it is from the jump yeah exactly wow very interesting uh question number seven what's the largest animal you can beat in a fight now are we talking like a a square goal or does or does like no weapons like or can i have a like a a, a weapon of some kind can have a gun. Oh, I'm not going to give you a gun. I think that <laughs> might turn the tide a little bit, a little bit too much. Okay. Um, 
I, I would say under under gentlemen's rules, you're you're in some sort of ring or otherwise, you know, relatively empty location. Uh you know, if it needs to be like a pool or something. So if you're punching a dolphin or what have you, I don't want it to just be flopping around. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, so, some even keeled location with and just you know, fisticuffs. fisticuffs to fisticuffs. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Oh, you know, yeah, that that is a tough question because I, I could be cocky and just say a bear. Um, <laughs> but I've I've never seen a bear, so I don't know. <laughs> they're probably pretty tough, I imagine. So all all rumor I've heard of them say they're pretty tough, but I, I, yeah. I, I'm in the same boat. I haven't seen one personally. Oh man, uh, I don't know. Probably a meerkat <laughs> 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 on a good day. I think <laughs> I think you could take out a meerkat. I believe in you. Yeah. That's yes, yes. That meerkat's getting it. <laughs> Look for the main event next week. <laughs> <laughs> James Smith versus Meerkat. Uh, question eight. Who's someone you look up to? Oh, do you know... The serious answer, probably my dad. Mm. He He's always been a, sort of a big inspiration to me just because he's such a nice guy. Like, he's such a... Like, he's somebody you'd respect, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, he's yeah he's just like he's the kind of person that i want to be when i if i'm ever a dad or when i grow up you know he's like he's just an all-around sort of good guy that's yes that's a, a wonderful wholesome perfect answer uh question nine what's the first album you bought with your own money it's actually somewhat related to that last one um Ooh. i think the first album that i bought with my own money was led zeppelin's mothership Whoa, Be- because, interesting. Yeah, so when I was in primary school, I was sort of, I used to think music was a bit naff. Like, I wasn't, I, I, I didn't bother with music because I thought it was all rubbish. I thought it was all this sort of dubstep and stuff that was popular at the time. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I knew I knew my dad liked Led Zeppelin, and I never really, but I never really listened to it. And then I think for one of his birthdays, I got him led uh, the DVD of Led Zeppelin's Celebration concert, Celebration mm-hmm. Day. And I watched. I think I watched some of it after I'd given it to him, and I thought, you know, wow, this is this is really good. And then I I bought Mothership, and I think that's how I sort of got into music in general, and that is a big reason that I sort of have the music tastes that I have. I mean, that's a great one to start with. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of people who say Led Zeppelin is about as as good as rock music gets. Uh, that was certainly my impression at the time. Yeah, yeah, that's a great one. Uh, number ten. What's your go to karaoke song? Uh, you know, whenever I go, we used to go to the pub, right? Me and my friends, we used to go to the pub for karaoke night quite a lot. Nice. And we always used to sing like Sweet Caroline always came on. Because some there was always there was this one regular in the pub who was always there like every night, and he always put on Sweet Caroline and and sung that, and we'd always like be at our table singing along, you know. Uh, <laughs> so that's one. Also, I have I have a good memory of one time we all sang. I think it was we were at for Christmas. We were at the pub to celebrate Christmas, and we uh, well, what was it? It was uh, what, what's his name again? Frank Sinatra. 
Uh, and it was that one song. What I don't know, Bob. Name me I mean, some. Name me some Frank Sinatra songs. All right, uh, New York, New York is one no, of his famous it ones. Wasn't that one? Uh, it was my way, my way. My of that was, course. Uh, and we we course. sang we sang that. Uh, and that was a. I have a video of that, and that was a really great memory as well. <laughs> it, I I don't I don't think I really have a go to karaoke song, but there was one time like one of my favorite songs to sing. And I I did that at karaoke once. Um, is Cats in the Cradle, and I Ooh. I I went up and I and I sung it like I sung my heart out because I was like ten drinks in at the time, and I <laughs> I I sang it uh, and I came back to the table and my friend said to me, you know, I think that's the whitest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Cats in the Cradle is an excellent one because. I don't think you're legally allowed to sing that song until you've had about two too many, you know? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I don't think I would. A child arrived just the other day. He came to the world in the usual way. But there were planes to catch and bills to pay. He learned to walk while I was away. And he was talking for I knew it. And as he grew, he'd say, I'm gonna be like you. Dad, you know I'm gonna be like you. And the cats in the tail and the silver spoon. Don't let me tell you about the time I did down with the sickness, because that was, uh, yeah. That's, that's between me and whoever was at the bar that night. <laughs> Someone who's got just a golden memory of that song, <laughs> sung the way it should. Uh, I don't know about that, but yeah. <laughs> uh, question eleven: What's the last song you listened to? Uh, it was. I've got actually. I've got my Spotify up here, uh, oh, and it was Oddfellows Local One Five One by REM. Oh, I know a fair bit of REM. I'm not sure if I know that one. It's from uh, the uh, album Document, I believe. Hmm. Yeah, Document. Very nice. See, I gotta get that question sponsored by Spotify. It just feels like <laughs> it's too much of a layup, that, yeah. right? Everyone yeah, just everyone goes, does. "Oh, let me check." Yeah, I'm bringing them the traffic. They might as well drop me a couple of bucks. That, that, so. That's the thing because I always listen. To, I always listen to stuff in a playlist. It's always hard to pinpoint like the last thing that I listen to. Yeah. Hey, thanks to the good folks at Spotify. Now <laughs> you can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, question 12. What's a band or musical artist you want to hear more from? Are we, does it have to be uh, a band that's still together? No, not necessarily. Okay, because in that case, it would be Thin Lizzy. I, I would, oh. It's impossible, but I would love another Thin Like Thin Lizzy is my favorite band of all time. So like, for if there was another... If another Thin Lizzy album just appeared at Thin Air, I'd be over the moon. Yeah, that someone just found that they recorded an extra one in 1979 <laughs> yeah, or something and just then put never it in released. a box somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Time capsuled it for a while. Yeah. No, That's that would be phenomenal. I, I love Thin Lizzy. Wow. Uh, 13. Uh, what's a song that brings the most emotion out of you? Probably, probably Cats in the Cradle. Yeah, just because that—that is such an emotional song, especially like singing it. 
Oh yeah. That last that last whole verse, like yeah. uh, that's what I mean. Like if if you're going up to a stage to sing that, you better have had a couple beers in you because you know that last verse is just gonna hit you at like a gut punch every time. Yeah, definitely. Just when it all sort of comes around. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a that's a great one. And as I hung up the phone, it occurred to me he'd grown up just like me. My boy was just like me. And the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man on the moon. When you're coming home, son, I don't know when. But we'll get together then. And we're gonna have a good time there. Uh, 14, what's your favorite music video? Music video? God, I, I don't... That is tough because I don't watch many music videos at all. Hmm. I, I can't think... The, 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 the first music video I think that comes to mind is the one for The Suburbs by Arcade Fire. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. Where they're all sort of riding on the, the bicycles and stuff. I, I I think that's more about the song, and that's like the first way the way I heard the song first was by watching the music video. Uh, and more, it's more to do with that than the music video itself. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't watch a lot of music videos, so I guess that'll that'll have to do for that one. Yeah, hey, that's totally fair. Yeah, I, I can't quite tell if music videos are like a dying uh, medium because right. I I think so because every time I I speak to someone here, they're always like. Yeah, you know, I, I remember the ones from the '90s. I remember some of the ones from like the early 2000s when you know there were there were shows on TV dedicated to music. Yeah, because I think the 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 point of them then would have been to like you know you could boot up MTV and mm-hmm. discover a whole bunch of new music. But yeah. with I mean with them just throwing them on YouTube now and with Spotify and and everything like that, you don't really need them anymore. Yeah, you really don't. I I, I mean I would say that, but then at the same time, like. You know, uh, Cardi B will put a music video out and it gets 4.5 billion views in 24 hours. So then I go, well, maybe they're the most popular thing on earth. I can't quite tell anymore. Uh, but who, who's or- got a YouTube video on repeat when they want to listen to a song? I mean, everyone's <laughs> just booting up Spotify, surely. You would, you would think, but I don't know. That's interesting. I'll I'm, I'll uh, I'll do some digging. I'll do some investigating yeah. on this. You do that, Detective Bob. <laughs> I'll put on my fedora now. Remove crown. Place fedora. <laughs> uh, Fifteen. You have a million dollars, but you have to donate it all to charity. What charity is it going to? I think. Well, okay. First, I I currency convert it <laughs> uh, because I'm pretty sure I I, I can't. I can't use that. Uh, oh, of course, yes. But I, I don't know. I, th- I can't think of any specific charity. I think it'd probably be something to do with like climate change and global warming. You know, mm. that That's seems like great. a pretty. Yeah. That seems like a pretty, pardon the pun, hot issue. <laughs> um, yeah, it would probably be something to do with that. I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, Sixteen favorite holiday. Now, here's one you probably haven't gotten before. Oh. I'm going to say E3. Ooh! I know it's not technically a holiday in the traditional sense, 
But for mm-hmm. me, it's always a holiday because I always used to, when it was on, I used to always go to a friend's house and we'd like spend the weekend just watching E3, you know, and, and watching all the press conferences and, and everything like that. And like, those were some of the best weekends of, like, I think that was consistently the best weekend of my year every time we did it. That uh, is such yeah. a great answer. Yes. To the point that I actually, I, I think I look forward to E3. Hopefully it's not dead, but I, I think I look forward to E3 more than Christmas at this point. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally get it though, because I mean, it is, or, or was depending on, you know, obviously uh, last year throwing out extenuating circumstances, like they weren't going to do E3 anyway. Um, but it it really is like what at this point it's almost a week of nothing but press conferences from all the biggest video game companies publishers developers uh console manufacturers just lining up like this is what we're going to do for the next year so yeah exactly and it's like to put it in like christmas terms right it's like e3 is like christmas like opening all your presents on christmas morning last year was kind of like if somebody just gave you your Christmas presents are periodically throughout the year. I mean, that's not as fun. Yeah. You, know, you, you want, you want to just, you want something to look forward to and then just open everything at once. You know, you want something with a big bow on top. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I agree. I hope it's not, I hope E3 is not done. Even if it lives in a different form, even if it's more of a, a loose gathering of press conferences over the course of three days. Like it doesn't have to be, you don't have to rent out an arena for it necessarily, but I think yeah, just as some... long as, sort of, as ever, as long as everyone gets together and decides, you know, this is when we're doing it. This is when we're going to yeah. throw everything First weekend there. of June, everyone announces everything and, and you have the spirit of it still there, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> it's definitely the, the most unique answer I've gotten for that one. I love it uh 17 what's your go-to drink when you walk into a coffee shop now i don't like coffee i like the i like the instant coffee i, I i'll i'll have some instant coffee every now and then but i don't like coffee at a coffee sh- a coffee shop i think that's mm. an acquired taste that i never really acquired so i i guess just a good old-fashioned cup of tea and i don't like i the thing is as well that's all i know how to order in a coffee shop because i don't speak starbucks so if i go into a <laughs> coffee shop they've got all these things on the menu i'm like I don't know what that is, you know. I'm like, in the exact same boat. I, I, I went into a I went into a, a coffee shop once, and I asked for I uh, I asked for a coffee. I said, "Can I have a coffee?" And and she said to me, the person behind the the bar, or whatever, she said to me, uh, "Americano," and I I said, "No, do I sound Americano to you?" Yeah, <laughs> 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 their, their menu is just too much. It's it's yeah. truly just too much because I'll do the same thing and I go I I'll I just get like I just want a black I just want a black coffee like I don't need anything I don't need sugar or cream or anything and they'll always you know try to upsell it like well for a, a mocha a latte a this a... I couldn't tell you what the difference between any of them are quite frankly <laughs> I yeah. I truly don't know I know some have foam some have little whipped creams some have little faces carved into the top of them i don't know how they operate but i mean uh, what the hell is what the hell is a flat white i <laughs> i i couldn't tell you i truly don't know uh uh let's see uh 18 spell the word gray g r e y 
Team EYA. Now, is that like a is that a regional thing, or is that just like they're both just out there everywhere and just nobody knows? <sighs> See, I I wish I for a second looked it up because I know I've <laughs> I know I've heard people tell me the answer to this, but I I don't remember it fully offhand. I I want to say one of them is more of a European version of it and one is a more Americanized version of it but they both mean the same thing and they're both used interchangeably Um, and it's not even necessarily that one is only used in Europe or one is only used in America it's just like the roots of it started there and then it just kind of spread I guess like any words do yeah Um, I think that that is a weird case because usually it's like usually it's regional and you don't get any variation but with that one it seems like you know uh, who knows just whichever you prefer so i would love it if someone corrected me and, and knew it fully because I, I i heard growing up that one of them was the color gray and the other one is like if it's referring to like like you're in a gray mood or something like that um and that's what i always thought as a kid but i don't i i tried looking it up i don't think that's true at all i think someone probably that, no, that, that doesn't make much sense because surely the being in a gray mood is like or like a gray day, that's because like the sky is gray, like the yeah, color. It's, it's exactly yeah. it's it's referring back to the color at the end <laughs> of the day, no matter what you're doing. Uh, but I don't know. It's the the mystery rages on. Really, um, yeah. Nineteen. What is your prized possession? Oh, do you know? I'd have to. I'd have to say either the. The the deck of cards and the and the tape that I mentioned earlier, or uh, or I I had imported the uh, with the Last of Us two they had like two collectors editions they had the regular one with just just the statue, and they had mm-hmm. one with uh, the statue and the backpack, which was only available in America. Oh, so I I had I bought the backpack off eBay for about the same price as the collectors edition just for the backpack, <laughs> and had it shipped over. So either that, or yeah the uh, the deck of cards and the tape or if the deck of cards and the tapes are in the backpack ah, you got it you got it there. all right there <laughs> exactly too smart for me <laughs> uh question 20 are you competitive oh yes to a fault mm. oh interesting uh, i actually i i've been having this sort of competition with my friend now for for like 2 years I think it was no, yeah, yeah, two years because it was at the start of 2019 that Steep was uh, free on PlayStation Plus. So oh, we that, both down we, we both downloaded it. Yeah, right? the snowboarding game yeah. from Ubisoft. So we both downloaded it, and we found this one course, very easy course, one of the early game ones, and we sort of just got into somehow got into this competition of just seeing who's faster, down who can get a set a better time, and we're like a second off the world record now, but we're still going. Uh, he somehow I thought I had it I thought I had it in dead to rights but he somehow managed to beat my time after like a year and so now I'm on the back foot again and I and he only beat it by like a split second so uh yeah I, I have to imagine you're the only two people left playing steep at oh, this yeah. point yeah definitely and we will continue playing because I don't think either of us will ever give up <laughs> I wow I love it Deep world record holders. You hear that? 
<laughs> the steep <laughs> coming speed for running you. community. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 21. Do you consider golf a sport? Now, that's a tricky one because uh, Scotland invented golf. That's true. And I'm not sure if we should be apologetic for that or not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess in the fact that like it's a physical activity that you mm-hmm. can be competitive in, then yeah, it's a sport. Okay, because you can't you can be competitive in it. I mean, I mean certainly yeah. they have. I mean, they have competition kept actively. You know, it's... yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I'd say I'd say yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Twenty two. Have you ever played any sports? Oh, I'm about to look very bad because uh, I, God, I, I, I played some in in high school. I'm sure I played, you know, volleyball and some football. That's the the British football, uh, what you'd call soccer. The uh, one wrong, you play with your play. foot. The yes. one you play with your foot that involves a ball. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird naming convention you have. I, I know. I, I don't understand it. But uh, yeah, I, I've no, I've played. I, oh yeah, I used to go to football practice as well when I was very, very small. I also Ooh. used to go to skiing practice, but I gave up on those things very quickly. Hmm. So yeah, okay. uh, not really. But I have. I mean, I, I'm not foreign to sports at all. Got you've dipped a toe. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 23 favorite sport to watch rugby I'd say rugby I think that's, the only, that's the only one that I've ever sat down and watched and not been entirely bored <laughs> especially especially when we're winning which is very very rarely uh, which was we're not good at sports at all uh, as a country <laughs> but uh, yeah because I've sat down and watched like F1 uh, and, and football and everything, and never really taken to any of them. Yeah, but r- rugby is the one I could see myself watching. I think. I still don't totally understand the the, the scoring system in rugby, how it works. But you know, neither do those I. Guys beat the honest, heck out of each other. That's all I. I, I <laughs> that's the fun of it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> then I'm getting what I need to get out of it. I think. Let's see, twenty four theme parks. Uh. Oh. <laughs> yeah sure why not <laughs> if i get if i get the chance uh i'm not opposed to it okay now here's a, an odd question a, a, a fully showing my american card here are there many theme parks in scotland we have a we have one called m and d's i think that's the most famous one in scotland it's exclusive to scotland it's not a chain or anything like that Oh, uh, and that's that's the one that everyone goes to. I think that might be the only big one, actually, that I can think of. Interesting. I, I'm not, I'm not a big theme park goer. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I I think that's it. I, I I've been there once though. I went there many years ago, and I remember it being a bit shit. So am I might <laughs> I like to swear on this podcast. Why not? Yeah, okay. sure. There you go. I'm not going to stop you. uh interesting okay uh 25 question 25 dubbed the ron bennington after famous radio personality you're standing Uh, in a wrestling which radio personality uh his name is (laughs) his name is indeed fez watley no oh (laughs) uh you're standing in a wrestling ring and a wave of nine-year-olds, a random mix of boys and girls, are coming down to the ring 
to fight you. How many nine-year-olds can you beat in this fight? No, I, I think he get asked this question a lot, and I, I've forgotten the answer. But are they all? They're all coming down at the same time. They're all coming in like one by one. Is that? Uh, they're, they're, it's basically one wave of them. One wave of them, right? Yeah. Okay. So, so it's not like there's they're staggered or you know it's it's one every ninety seconds or something like that. You're you're standing in the ring. You're looking at the entrance ramp, WWE style, and a faction of nine year olds are coming down. With, with some intimidating looks in their eyes. Now, if we want to get more specific here, are they coming in like a a ring around me, or are they all coming from one direction? I would say at that point, it's kind of dealer's choice. It's it. Okay. It, I, I would imagine for you know they're not robots, so they would probably spread out and get into the ring from whatever side they. They yeah, because they want to hit me. They want to hit me all like at once, as much as they can. So they probably want yeah. the, the the circumference. They want the the area, the square footing. So I think if I sweep the leg, I can probably take out fifteen or so. Mm. Yeah, and I yeah, I think okay. Yeah, I sweep the leg. I take out fifteen, and then I get a couple punches in, and then I think they probably get the better of me. So I'm gonna say seventeen or eighteen. Seventeen. I- I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Especially if you use that rug me mentality of, you know, you got yeah. a couple guys on your arms, a couple guys on your legs. You just keep pushing. You just keep exactly. going. That's it. Scrum, maybe? I don't know if I'm using that <laughs> word right. That's right. No, that is that's what <laughs> okay. it's called, yeah. <laughs> I heard it once in a bar. I'm not totally sure if I'm using it properly, but you know the idea. Uh, 26. What's a game you know you can win? And legally, you are not allowed to say steep because I know you are not currently <laughs> in, in the lead in this contest. To be fair, it's one course on steep. I'm probably rubbish at all the other ones. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say the game of life. Okay, now is this like <laughs> is this like an existential like like speaking of your life or the board game dubbed the game of life? Is there a board game called The Game of Life? Yes, is that it? May that might be an American thing. It's li- it's like a a kids game where you start off as a like a a kid basically, like you're a little a blue peg or a pink peg, and you go into a little car and then you go to college and you get married and it basically that you know, sounds dreadful. It basically <laughs> I, brainwashes I children into having a, <laughs> a pretty but, uh... boring life. If Jesus. I think about it, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we might have that here, but I've never, I've certainly never played it. But uh, yeah, no, the game of life. That's my, that's like my answer. It. Not specifically, not not the board, the board game. game. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, Twenty-seven. What topic can you discuss the most? I you definitely get this answer all the time from everyone, but it's video games. Hey, nothing wrong it's definitely that. video games. If you want to get specific, Insomniac Games is my specialist subject. Oh, interesting. So a specific developer even. Yeah, I could I could probably talk your ear off about Insomniac. I I know them pretty well. Interesting, interesting. See, I, I love video games, but a lot of the time a lot of the times the developers will like it, it 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 like a lot of people will watch a movie and they'll go, oh, who's that actor? I can't remember, but like if you tell me, I'll recognize it. I think I'm the same way with developers and publishers of video games. Where like I could probably tell you if you if you you know bet me enough money, 
but offhand i'm like well all right i know valve <laughs> i know <laughs> naughty dog like and i from but outside of the really popular ones i always i always blank on who makes what yeah uh, it's definitely, definitely. My, my i i think point, i'm a lot but... i think i'm a lot more tuned in i know I, a lot of that stuff but mm. uh yeah no insomniac is the one that i'm very most familiar with um although i'm, I'm probably pretty familiar like Video games is the only thing I think. I I don't think there's anything else that I'm particularly knowledgeable about. Uh, so yeah. Gotcha. Eh, nothing wrong with that. Uh, twenty-eight favorite place you visited. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna play it close to home with this one and just say Edinburgh. Mm. I I've been to Edinburgh quite a few times and I'd love that city. Especially for the Fringe Festival. I've been there for the Fringe Festival a few times to see some comedy shows. I went to see Frankie Boyle and I went to see Milton Jones. Uh, and they were, we were both hilarious. Um, yeah, uh, especially like if you go to Edinburgh during the Fringe Festival, it's honestly fantastic. Like They've got these tents up where they're serving drinks and stuff. And like these wee, uh, gardens that you can drink in. Mm. Just The whole city is sort of converted into this big tourist attraction. And it's honestly fantastic. Uh, but I, I, I'll be honest, I don't get around a lot, which is why that that's my answer to that, because I haven't <laughs> been to a whole lot of places. Like I've been to Switzerland and uh, and France and and stuff, but uh, and Italy when I was far too young to remember. And I've been yeah, to sure. I've been to Gran Canaria, which is kind of like that's that's one of them places that all the tourists go to get a tan and everything. So I, I don't <laughs> like Spain or something, but. Um, yeah, no Edinburgh for sure. Wow, you know, I I always find that, or or someone will tell me about, oh yeah, I, I took my kid on vacation, uh, we went to here, we went here, and oh my gosh, it, it really uh you know broke my wallet to go, and I'm like, the kid is like two, like <laughs> they're gonna <laughs> yeah. have zero memory of any of these trips. I mean, granted, I'm sure the parents are enjoying it as well. But a lot of times they'll they'll do it under the guise of oh I well the the kid has to go to blank, and then I'm I, at the same time I, I'm thinking back to anything I did before the age of like I don't know ten and it's all kind of a blur. <laughs> I'm being <laughs> yeah. honest, uh, yeah. Just, just, just take him to a theme park. Just just do that. Yeah, just put a. Uh, you know, animated GIF of a roller coaster on your screen. <laughs> They'll probably get the same enjoyment out of it, yeah. all things considered. Just put a rope swing in your back garden. There you go. Yeah, go nuts. Don't spend four <laughs> grand on a trip to, you know, the German Alps or something with a one and a half year old. I don't know. <laughs> that makes me sound like a wet <laughs> blanket. A point. But yeah, a but... <laughs> point. All right. Uh, question. Th- uh, no, no, we're not on question 30. We're on question 29. What's your catchphrase i don't oh man i don't have a catchphrase i don't think i recently i've been using a lot of words from cyberpunk <laughs> a, a lot a lot of prem a lot of nova mm. uh i i idea yeah, but nothing i say a lot of stuff but not, none of the catchphrasey things ever really stick i i say i tell you what i do say quite a lot actually mm. when somebody says something to me that's supposed like this a they like they're quoting a fact to me or something. I say, "Oh, is that a fact?" You know, I say <laughs> I say that quite a lot. I don't know if that's a catchphrase per se, but that's uh, sure. Let's go with that. 
that's the one that's the on the on the smithy cereal box that's going to be the big cartoony quote right at the bottom that's oh, is that a that. fact that's and what the audience just, on my gravestone <laughs> <laughs> james smith died when every year is that a fact is that <laughs> actually that's that's pretty clever i like that <laughs> Uh, question, uh, the actual question 30, what's the best costume or cosplay you've ever worn? I don't do a lot of that. I don't do a lot of dressing up. Uh, but I do remember this one time I was, it was in primary school. We had to, uh, everyone was forced to dress up. Uh, I think it must've been for Halloween or something like that. Everyone was forced to dress up when they came in. And I, I even, even then I didn't like dressing up very much. I, I can't be bothered with it. Yeah. So I sort of just threw on a shirt. And said I was James Bond, <laughs> and and the the teacher just absolutely just went into me like, just had to go at me like was not happy at all that I was trying <laughs> to get this pastor, because uh, like other kids in my class as well. There's this other kid he uh, he he dressed up. He he went all out. He dressed up as a mattress. Like he cut out a mattress. Wow. And he, which is a weird choice for a costume to be honest yes. in hindsight, but. Uh, yeah, I I definitely I don't think I've ever sort of dressed up in such a way. Maybe I've put on like a Doctor Who mask when I was wee. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, I think I'm gonna have to say that that shirt that I put on and pretended I was James Bond. <laughs> James Bond on his casual days, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you must have off days eventually. Maybe yeah, James Bond at the beach. <laughs> uh 30 uh 31 have you ever had anything named after you uh no no i don't think so uh god we'd probably be here for an hour as i try to think of something but no i no i don't think so that's fair hey still time still plenty of time okay uh 32 hobby you've dedicated the most time to well discounting video games if can you call that a hobby is video games a hobby i I would say so but yeah we can what's what's the second most Dis, then discount well, okay uh with the context that uh a hobby is like work that you don't get paid for that you enjoy doing mm, okay let's let's say writing interesting now writing because anything... i think in particular or yeah so like writing video game reviews and news stories and that kind of thing so i i've never been paid for it but i've done quite a lot of it over the past few years and i've stuck with it for like three years now on and off granted but pretty much mostly on uh, like i stuck with it and i before that i was i never really dedicated myself to anything so i that's like the one thing that, that could be considered some kind of work that i've actually stuck with and i having dedicated like three years to it now it's probably that yeah that's fantastic i mean i respect your your tenacity with the writing a lot because there are a lot of times that i'll see different jobs open up uh that are like in the video game industry that i'll be like oh my gosh that would be such a great dream job and then they're always like you know must have written for minimum of x amount of years and then I always think in the back of my head like I should just start writing right now. Yeah. I know I won't be paid for it, but I'm going to do it. And then that's the thing. I don't, but <laughs> that's the thing that always sticks in the back of my mind whenever I sort of have doubts. I'm like, oh, why am I? Why am I doing this? I'm not getting paid for this. I sort of, I always come back to like, oh yeah, but I'm sort of building experience and 
and I, and I'm going to have all this work that I'm really proud of to look back and, and show people if I ever go for a job like that. Yeah, no, that you're going to have a portfolio of of work that hopefully you'll be. I mean, in, in a best case scenario, you should look back at the thing you did three years ago and go, "Oh, can you believe I still wrote like that?" Yeah, <laughs> and then and then you know yeah. have have this amazing uh, body of work. I love that as well because I used to I used to do a lot of photography. I, this is another thing that I never really stuck with, but I, uh, I I remember even in like a year of doing that, like there was a just a huge difference between the stuff that I was taking to begin with and then the stuff that I was taking after that, uh, yeah. and like the more recent stuff. I mean, it, it's just like anything. You you keep doing it enough, and you're going to improve. Yeah, definitely. You hear that, kids out there? <laughs> oh gosh, I hope kids aren't listening to this show. Uh, <laughs> uh, 33. Who's a celebrity you've had a crush on? Emma Watson. Mm. I, a popular pick. choice. It's a good pick. <laughs> yeah. Popular pick for a reason. I mean. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Or Kira Knightley. No. Uh, no, Emma Watson. Yeah. You hear that, Emma? <laughs> big fan oh God, i hope she i hope she doesn't hear that <laughs> uh 34 what's the strangest job you've had the strangest job i've had uh does it have to be a paid job no okay then probably probably making videos on youtube because <laughs> i true yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, that's kind of a job. I've, that's basically what I've been doing as I have not had a job for the last year because of a certain pandemic. Um, I that's haven't basically... kept up with the news. Is there something going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? No, yeah. it's all fine. It's all, don't worry about it. It's okay. I just keep going to concerts and uh, <laughs> conventions. I, I haven't noticed any change. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much replaced my job for the last year or so. So wow. I, I guess that's probably the strangest job. Because I, I haven't the, the job that I am currently employed and being paid for not doing uh, is the that was that's the first job that I uh, had out of high school. So, oh wow! And they're they're, I mean, obviously you don't have to get into it if it's financial specifics, but like they're paying you through the pandemic. Yeah, I'm on furlough, so um, oh. still there's a whole fur. I don't know if it's the same in America, but there's a whole furlough scheme in the in the UK uh, where they pay eighty percent of your wages and my work has been kind enough to uh, uh make up the other 20 percent. oh my gosh that's that's amazingly kind of them yeah i, I know yeah. there are some I, I don't know if there are specific laws with it but yeah we we do have furloughs here but i think it's up to the businesses it's my understanding how much right. of it they want to pay you if anything sometimes it will be nothing but they'll just kind of put you on a waiting list basically like you don't have a job but if we get to hiring people, you'll be first to know, which is <laughs> that's a bit rubbish. Yeah, yeah, it certainly is. And unfortunately, I know some people that that happened to, uh, you know, at the beginning of all this. And it's it's not fun. It's not fun. No, well, I can uh, imagine. But yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty cool of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely 30... lucky in that regard. Sorry. Oh, no, 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 certainly. Um, 35. What's a book you'd recommend the world to read? Now I don't read. It might surprise you to learn that I don't read books. Hmm. I uh, I think the furthest I've ever gotten through a book was I I was reading Richard Hammond's autobiography in primary school. Okay. And I 
yeah, I think that's probably the further. I, I only got about halfway through that. Can I recommend a magazine instead? Because <laughs> I read... certainly it's got pages. Sure, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, it got like it's paper. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can hold it in your hand. I uh, yeah, I'll recommend Edge magazine then. Uh, I think oh, it's available wow. digitally worldwide and uh, physically in the UK, which I recommend if you have the means to get it physically because there's nothing like holding a magazine, right? I agree with um, you there. Yeah, it's definitely preferable to reading on your phone or whatever but uh yeah the quality of the writing in that magazine is so fantastic it's better than most of the writing that i've read anywhere else wow high praise very high praise uh 36 what's a movie that always makes you laugh uh i don't watch a lot of comedy movies either um god i can't think uh what about stand-up comedy? Does that count? I think I've heard that question on the show before. Yeah, I mean, you know, as long as it's some sort of special or, you know, something like something of the sort, yeah. Okay, because, yeah, sure. Let's go with uh, one of Kevin Bridges' stand-up comedy shows then, uh, which are available on DVD, so I guess that helps it. Um, yeah, Kevin Bridges is a, a Scottish stand-up comedian. For a while there, he was being called the next billy Connolly. oh wow okay yeah uh, he, uh, he no he's very funny uh his third dvd was a bit of a miss but the other three that he's done have been just absolutely standout uh, and i always i always laugh watching those uh they're always hilarious especially if i'm watching them with other people because you know laughter is contagious oh yeah that that yeah that's half the fun of it is is seeing other people in the room crack up more or less than than you are yeah uh, that's a great. I've never, I've never heard the name, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna look into it. Yeah, that. I think it's, a, it's one of those things. I think where he, because he's Scottish, right? And it's like British comedy is so different to American comedy. Like I don't find American stand-up comedy funny at all. So I, wow. I think, I, I, I think if you were to watch it, you probably wouldn't find it as funny as I do. Uh, but no, he's definitely one of the best in the business. Wow, very interesting uh let's see 37 uh what's the worst movie you've ever seen uh i used to really like when i was in primary school once again i used to really for some godforsaken reason uh somebody let me watch adam sandler's uh you don't mess with the zohan <laughs> which is just <laughs> Okay. I think I I think I rewatched that recently and realized like why the hell did I ever f- think this was funny or good because <laughs> uh, it's absolutely terrible. Actually, on second thought, I will I say any Will Ferrell movie. Wow. Okay. I I detest Will Ferrell's comedy. I think it's atrocious. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not a fan of uh, that stuff at all. Very interesting. Okay, because because he's got a lot out there, but I do know people who are just like he he he's the encapsulation of a certain kind of like like lower brow humor uh, that are not a fan of his movies at all. So yeah, I, it's I totally definitely like coming from. It's that kind of it's that kind of comedy where it's like it's not very smart comedy. It's more uh, I don't know the word for it, but it's not yeah. It's not oh, yeah. my kind of comedy, anyway. I hear you. Yeah. 
38. Who's your favorite actor or actress? Um, now, it's David Tennant is, is my favorite actor and has mm-hmm. been for a long time. I, you know, I, th- I think it's a, a crime, honestly, that he gets left out of like the lists of best actors and everything all the time because I genuinely do think David Tennant is one of the best actors of our time. It's really uh, good. And I think I think just because he's a TV actor and he doesn't do movies very often, at least, that he gets left out of a lot of those lists. But I, he genuinely has so much uh, range, and he always gives like a hundred percent, and he always like just falls into the characters, you know, like oh yeah, everything I've seen him in, like from Doctor Who to Broadchurch, he's always just absolutely incredible. Uh, yeah, he's definitely one of my. I'm I'm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. David Tennant. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Broadchurch is the, like, murder mystery show where the kid goes missing by the, like, fishing village? Am I... Correct, yeah. Interesting fact about that, and I don't know why, but they remade it for American audiences. This is exactly what I was going to bring up, (laughs) because I I think he's in both, though. He is, he is in both, yeah. He's the only one who's in both. Okay, Yes. It makes no sense. Like, why not? I, I've never understood the need to remake British shows for American TV because it's like, why not just use the? Because it's they aren't altering the script to make it more funny for Americans. It's the same script. Yeah. Like, why not just use the original version? I don't understand. Why uh, yeah. use all that money? I never understood it either. I think I think it's some producer, some you know, fat cat millionaire producer sitting at the top of the mountain, just going like accents what are they doing with the accents <laughs> no let's let's just throw six million dollars at all these people and have them redo it again yeah like, I, I definitely i think i think watch the british version out of the two because i think i watched the first episode of the american one and it just maybe because i watched the british one first but i just the american just one just wasn't as good in my opinion because that's yeah. that's a fantastic show yeah i, I saw the american version because it, it was only one season it was you know 10 oh they didn't continue they didn't continue the american version after the first season no uh but after the first one after the first season i was like oh i i kind of hope this comes back for a second and that's what like made me google it and then i found oh this has been going on in you know uh, in in europe (laughs) i don't know if it's england specifically but this has been going on for years like it's a multi-year show at at that point yeah no it went for three seasons um and they were all fantastic. I think the third season was a bit unnecessary because it sort of branched. Like the first two seasons were kind of like a cohesive story, mm. and the third one felt like an add-on. It felt like a DLC that didn't really <laughs> need to be there. Gotcha. Uh, but but they're all all three of them are great, yeah. And David Tennant is phenomenal in that show. It was it was very good on the American version. I can at least vouch on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but oh gosh, so weird. Especially yeah. to have the exact same actor with the exact same lines, <laughs> but with everything else different. It's so bizarre to me. Yeah, uh, makes no sense. I don't know. But who knows? Uh, question 39. How cool was it in Jurassic Park when the raptors were running through the kitchen? Not that cool. Oh, my. Was, wasn't that cool? I'm not a big <sighs> Steven Spielberg fan. I th- <laughs> Like, th- those movies are okay. They're not amazing. Maybe just because I I I watched them after the fact, like I don't think I was I probably wasn't even alive when they came out. Uh, The first one was ninety 
55? Yeah, I wasn't alive then. Okay. Uh, really, yeah, showing my age. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah, I wasn't a big, I'm not a big fan of Steven Spielberg, the Steven Spielberg fan uh, movies that I have seen, like Indiana Jones and, and Jurassic Park and all that. Like, I like them enough, but they're not exactly anything that I would like shout about. Like, hey, this is amazing. You need to watch this, you know? Gotcha. Okay. Right. Is that sacrilege? Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> <laughs> but totally, hey, it's your opinion. Totally fine. I've got okay. some hot takes too that I've I've got chambered up in case of <laughs> in case right. of emergency. Do any of your hot takes involve Jurassic Park? Do you want to get them out in the open here? I mean, I'm Jurassic Park two. It's not that good. Three is that hot? Is that a hot take? Three I people, but but in combination with three is better than people think. I th- I think people right. classify it as like one was phenomenal, two was pretty good and three was awful. And I would say it probably goes in my opinion it's 1 3 2. Right, um, I I I would say cuz I watched them all I think fairly back to back and I would say they I'd say they're probably all in the pretty good area for mm. me. All three of them. That's fair. That's fair. One yeah. is probably the strongest, mind you, but oh, well, it's... some some might say it's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> some I don't, or I I don't know who. <laughs> uh, question forty: What's the first show as a kid you got really into? Probably Doctor Who, because mm. I, I remember I remember I was at home once watching. We were just flicking through the TV channels, and I we found like Doctor Who, and I for some reason or another took an interest in it uh, it was one of david tennant's earlier episodes and i i was i started watching it and uh and uh, my mum was all was sort of telling me all about oh oh i remember that was on the tv when i was a kid talking about obviously the older yeah. doctor who uh and yeah i just it sort of clicked with me and i that was the first i think doctor who was the first thing that i took a huge interest in like tv wise like pop culture wise uh followed by probably top gear ah. uh, those are two those are two big tv shows from my childhood that i'm very fond of even now because i think even like re-watching doctor who now those david tennant ones are just phenomenal like incredibly well written like no matter what age you are and like they've aged really well as well wow I mean, I, I can't say I know much of, of Doctor Who beyond, like, seeing a lot of people at Comic-Cons dress up as them. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know the, the general lore around it, but very few details. Um, but I am I am fascinated that it, it it's a single story, obviously modified through actors and writers and, and all that. That goes, what, 60 years yeah, like, something like that. I mean, it's a, it's a British television staple, really. Yeah. What I, what I don't get though is like they they've sort of run it into the ground now. Like I, I think after David Tennant left, which was at the same time that Russell T Davies left, who was the uh, I think the showrunner for uh, between the the start of the reboot and when David Tennant left. Mm-hmm. After he left, it sort of went downhill from there for me. I th- and I think I re- I was never quite sure why. I could never really pinpoint why I, I didn't enjoy it as much after that or I fell off it. But then I read a YouTube comment a few months ago that really sort of nailed it. And I think it's because when David Tennant and Russell T. Davies left the show, uh, 
all the other characters that they'd built up over the years because it was sort of like an extended universe characters would pop in and out like no matter what season it was like even if there was a new uh companion or whatever the old ones they'd come back and it was all part of this one big universe okay and as soon as soon as those guys left it, it was like it, it was like it hit a dead stop everything was gone it was a totally mm. new universe totally new characters like there was always a continuation like if the doctor regenerated there was just the same companion would carry over or if a companion changed it'd be the same doctor there was always something to tie it over yeah uh, and keep people in it but then it was just that that sort of jarring that big jolt of just changing everything and uh, even changing the writing as well uh, that really made it so i i can't i don't know why people because people like people really like they swear by the newer stuff the matt smith and Peter Capaldi, Doctor Who's by. I can't imagine for the life of me why, because I think they're <laughs> terrible. I think they're awful. <laughs> I, 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 I see where you're coming from. I do always like when a show has that constant thread like that, and any kind yeah. of you know remake, reboot that doesn't feature something of the previous show. I'm always just like not really interested in. Like I'm sure it'll find its audience, but it's not for me. Yeah, uh, definitely. So there's my there's my Doctor Who rant of the day. <laughs> if anyone has conflicting opinions on Doctor Who, please send them directly to James Smith at four four four. I don't know. I'll be happy to field any complaints. <laughs> uh, question forty one: Who should play you in a movie of your life? Yeah, uh, God, I don't, I don't know. There is, uh, the thing is, okay, can it just be any actor? Because the, the the thing is, most actors that I can think of are probably older than me, which I guess makes some complications because I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, I so mean, I don't know if, if you know. They, they did the thing with the Irishman where they made uh, Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci look, you know, 30 years younger. They can they can make some magic happen, certainly. Sure, sure. Uh, okay, what about, okay, there's a guy in, uh, I, I want to say David Tennant, but I, I fear he's far too handsome to, to play the <laughs> likes of me. But uh, yeah, there's a there's a Scottish actor who uh, who's in Line of Duty. He's the main character in Line of Duty, the TV show. Ooh. which you may or may not have heard of. It's a fantastic TV show. I can't remember his name, but I think he'd probably be a, maybe a good fit. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'll reach out now and get the script going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 42. Who's the biggest celebrity you've ever met in person? I, I think we're discounting live performances and that kind of thing. Yeah, unless there was some sort of interaction you know, after the fact, like, you know, if, if you went to a concert and then after the concert, like waited and got an autograph or something like I'll count that. But just seeing them on a stage yeah, doesn't really doesn't really count. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever met a celebrity or I don't I would consider a celebrity uh, that I can think of. I, I guess I've been I don't want to say unlucky because I wouldn't consider that. <laughs> I feel like that's putting celebrities on a pedestal of some mm. kind. But uh, yeah, no, I haven't. I don't think I've ever met a, a household. Well, certainly not a household name, but any kind of celebrity like that. Okay, Even maybe like someday a, a local celebrity or like someone who, someone who's got a, a local commercial or something. Uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing uh, comes to mind. It's only totally no. fine if it's not. But no, I don't think so. 
Okay. Which is, it was weird because I, I feel like it, most people have a story like that, right? I mean, you know, I, I think it, it usually always comes with time. It's like, you'd never believe it. There I was at the deli and look who walks in is blank, you know? <laughs> yeah. But it'll come. I'm sure you'll, you'll, you'll have an out with oh, uh, I know, I know, Steven I know. Spielberg or something. <laughs> there's used to, there's a there's a sort of shopping center like at, at the and surrounding shops like in this area near me okay uh where i live and uh somebody's in a sort of second floor house up there that you know you drive past a lot to get into into town mm-hmm. and for a while a few years ago a, a long time ago actually they had a, a picture of nick cage in their window <laughs> so I, if you count that i guess there you go. I saw Nick Cage in a window one time. <laughs> Was he as nice as he seems? <laughs> yeah, he he certainly looked at. Oh, perfect. <laughs> he was he was smiling, so there's that. <laughs> he must have been happy. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh 43 TV show or podcast that you love but you don't think anyone else knows about. Well, I've already mentioned Line of Duty, so I'll go. I'll go with the podcast. I'll say List Wars, uh, one of my one of my favorite podcasts. Next to Ninety Nine Questions. Oh, now um, you're just sucking up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Michael Moran and his friends uh, host a, a podcast where they list things off, uh, but it's not really about the list. It's more about the conversation and the sort of the chemistry that they all have uh, mm. that really makes the podcast. Uh, appealing that, that's such a fun time totally yeah. agree they are uh, a, a great group over there and i love listening in because they're always and they always have some sort of weird game show type thing at the end which i always adore like uh they they, they put on a, a, a tight ship over there they know what they're doing yeah definitely and it, it's it's nuts as well like i don't think i ever would have listened to it if it wasn't for the fact that like so michael michael mentioned it in the min max uh, discord one time mm-hmm. uh and I was just being nice because I was there. Like this was early on, I think, when it was just made, and I was just trying to be nice to everyone. And I, I just he, he brought it up, and I didn't see anyone saying anything about the podcast. So I just thought I'd be nice and say, "Oh yeah, maybe I'll check that out," just <laughs> with no intention to check it out. I just <laughs> I was just being nice. And then uh, later on, he sort of invited me and some other people who had shown interest, I guess, in a a group chat and uh, and showed us all an episode of the give us all apps with the podcast and say, Hey, you should listen to this. I know you're all interested in listening to the podcast. And I, I, I was sort of backed into a corner. I was like, Oh, well, I, I kind of have to listen to it now. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, no, I listened to it. And it's one of my favorite podcasts. I love that show. Yeah, it really is great. List wars for anyone who wants to, uh, to hear some, some good hearted drafting and list making and ribbing of each other. It's, it's very good. Um, 44 favorite comedian might have gotten an answer previously but you did kevin bridges definitely yeah but second to him would probably be uh milton jones milton jones is uh, another british comedian he uh i went to see stand up a couple of years ago at the edinburgh fringe festival as i mentioned earlier Mm. and it I, I, he's very much when you see him on TV and on uh, on DVD and everything like that. He's very much like a, or on t- when you see him on like TV shows and panel shows, he's very much a a one liner kind of guy. Okay, he throws off these great one liners. He's like, 
and that's very much his style of comedy. He's like, I think he's known as the king of one-liners. Mm. Uh, but like going to see his, his stand-up comedy show, like it was nothing like that. It was like it was a proper comedy show, and it was genuinely hilarious. Uh, so yeah, yeah, Kevin Bridges or Milton Jones. I love it, especially because I truly have not heard of either one of them. So this <laughs> expands my horizons quite a bit. Uh, forty-five best Saturday Night Live cast member. Now you're asking the wrong person here because uh, <laughs> I don't know. Who, I don't know who is on Saturday Night Live. I don't watch Saturday Night Live. I don't like Saturday Night Live. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't think I've ever watched a Saturday Night Live sketch that I found funny. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Give me who's on Saturday Night Live. Give give me some names now. Was Eddie Murphy on Saturday Night Live? Actually, he was. He was okay, only for a couple it. of years, but he was. Let's go with Eddie Murphy then, because okay. I, I like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> there you go. He actually ended up uh, kind of saving the show during a, a, oh, really? a, a drought. Yeah, the, what I, and I, this doesn't have to be a giant rant of Saturday Night Live for me, but part of the reason I love the show is is because of the legacy of the show, in that it was only really meant to be like a show that lasted for about five years, from like 1975 to 1980, and it was just like, it was you know they found some funny comedians and improvisers and uh all that kind of stuff in those years and that included like chevy chase and gilda radner and belushi and and people like that uh who you may or may not be familiar with and um (laughs) and it was basically like those first five years bill murray was on during that time those first five years were like just a drug-filled chaotic show uh <laughs> that was just an excuse for for everyone to have a lot of money and partake in in quite a bit of illegal substances and sure. put out an entertaining show once a week uh and then after five years they just were like everyone just said okay we're done and the entire cast left and basically all the writers and producers and creator left and then nbc the channel that it aired on was like wait 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 wait, wait. we want to keep doing this so they hired someone else to do the show and they hired a totally new cast and it bombed. Everyone hated it because no, none of the people they liked except for one person. And it, you know, ended up they, they, it took a couple of revisions of getting rid of cast members and bringing back cast members and all this stuff. But the only person who lasted during those awkward years, like I think were three or four years was Eddie Murphy. And he he's the only reason that it's still on to this day. Cause they would have canceled it without him. And then they ended wow. up convincing yeah. the original creator to come back, and he's still there on the show 30-plus years later. Lorne Michaels is his name. Uh, that kind of, that kind of reminds me of what happened with Top Gear when the, uh, the mm, big three, actually, the big yeah. three left. Yeah. And then they sort of they rotated casts a couple of times because they had, like, uh, Chris Evans, not Captain America, <laughs> but this, this ginger yes. bloke who did a radio show. Um, they had him on, and they had, like, Matt LeBlanc and and so and some other people um and but yeah they they rotated cast a few times on that but i don't think they've ever found they've certainly never found anyone that i found entertaining because i think the problem with that is they sort of through the course of the show when the original three were on it Mm. they had they built up this chemistry over time like the the show started out as very informative and then as their as their chemistry evolved between the three the show sort of evolved with them into more sort of hijinks and, and people falling over and that kind of thing and I feel like when they introduced the new cast members, they sort of tried to jumpstart it with that kind of comedy, but it just, they never gave it room to evolve in the same way. 
Yeah. So it never really it never really caught. Uh, it always seemed very fake, at least for me. Yeah. No, that that's often kind of the, you know, the error of those ways. They they find something that grows naturally, and finds an audience for that exact reason, and then they will just inject you know new cast members into it and say hey act like you've been best friends for the last 10 years where they don't know each other from a hole in the wall so yeah exactly yeah it's uh it's a fascinating ride but uh eddie murphy you've got the eddie murphy there we go longer (laughs) run for a shortcut (laughs) uh 46 what's the nerdiest thing you've done oh man I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't do a lot of nerdy stuff unless you consider video games to be nerdy. Uh, although I feel like that's sort of out of that realm now. Yeah, it's it's so it's so mainstream at a certain point. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. just not. I don't know. I wear glasses. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Your bad eyesight is the nerdiest thing that you've <laughs> yeah. done. I'm there willing to count it. Great. Uh, this is a weird question, but 47, least favorite state. Least favorite state. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, how about uh, the state of uh, the state of depression? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Totally or or the, the state of the United Kingdom at this current moment in time. <laughs> Hot takes. Put in... <laughs> I'm going to put in air horn sound effects. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> there you go. Uh, 48. Best thing you've ever won. Best thing I've ever won. I won an Easter egg one time. At a raffle. <laughs> like a, a no. single egg? No, <laughs> uh, no, an Easter egg. Like a chocolate Easter egg. Oh, but, oh, uh, oh. I know I've won a few game codes in just general sort of online things uh i'll tell you what i i did win you know those people who make um they make like retro covers for new games like ps1 covers for the last of us and that kind of thing mm, yeah I, I won one of those one time oh I, I ended up i ended up it was for resident evil 3 but i ended up not using it because it had the guy's logo just plastered all over the back of it which uh, i wasn't a fan of but yeah uh but yeah that was that's probably the best the coolest thing i've won that's pretty cool yeah, I always yeah. love when they like do the demastered covers or, or whatever they call them. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Um very cool. 49 is there anything you've collected or had a collection of? I have a collection of uh I have a collection of statues from video game collect- uh, collectors editions. Mm. I also have a collection of steel books from those same collectors editions. I'm more proud of the steel books I'd say because I have a few re- I, well I wouldn't say rare ones. But I have a few. I have a few cooler ones. Like I have, um, I have one from Metal Gear Solid Four, a game which I've never played. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I will get around to it at some point, I'm sure. But uh, I have one from Metal Gear Solid Four, which was imported from Japan. Interestingly enough, and I, I love it when this happens because steelbooks they scratch and damage so easily, right? Mm. So when you find a, a good condition secondhand one, it's like finding a unicorn. So I found this Metal Gear Solid Four one. The, and it's one of the most beautiful steelbooks you've ever seen. It's like it's silver and it's got snake on it. You can probably look it up online. Uh, it's got like that that art of him like dissolving, you know. Oh yes, I I yeah. think I have the um, 
uh, art book or strategy guide for Metal Gear Solid Four, and yeah, it has that cover. Uh, it has that art on the cover. Um, yeah, so it's it's just that painted on the steelbook in black, and it's I found it for like a tenner on eBay, not a scratch on it, mint condition, apart from some rough edges on the outer box, and also in a second hand shop one time, which is I think this is probably what kicked off my wanting to collect steelbooks is I found the Black Ops, the Call of Duty Black Ops 1 Steelbook, along with like the Wii Medal that came with the limited edition, both in completely mint condition, six quid. Wow. Because yeah. I'm sure a secondhand shop or, or you know, a, a, a used uh, used shop like that, they're not going to know what that is. They just assume it's the box of a video game. Like, who, who would want that? No, that's the thing. It was a sp- They specialized in electronics and stuff. It's a shop called CEX. They're actually called, I think they're actually called Sex, but nobody nobody calls them that <laughs> because okay. nobody nobody's going to say, oh, I'm just popping down to Sex for a minute. <laughs> we'll uh, go over yeah. to Sex for a little bit. You want anything? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's why I found that. But no, they would have known, I'm sure, which makes me wonder why they made it so cheap. But maybe, maybe they had it because I know what they do is they uh, they put something out, and then if it if nobody buys it, they reduce the price uh, in increments. Yeah. That's how I got the Four Honor Collector's Edition as well. It was there for like two years, and it started out it started out like two hundred quid, made its way down to like a hundred, and that's mm. when I snagged it. Wow, not bad, not bad. Yeah. Secondhand shops, not as bad as you think for collectors. No, seriously. You know what I use a secondhand store more for, uh, than anything? Ties. I know. Really? If, if you don't have to wear a tie every day to work, it's it's not a big deal. But for a while, I did, and they're so expensive if you buy them new. Yeah. The, and and you go to a secondhand store and they sell them for like two, three bucks a pop. I, I I'll just you know buy four or five that i like i'll take them home and go oh this one maybe has a little stain i didn't notice tossed this one has this toss you know this one's a little small whatever but you, you got all that, these that is a sorry that yeah that is a good strategy because like i've only got like a couple of ties because they are so expensive i never want to buy a whole bunch of them yeah because like for such a small amount of fabric exactly i feel so bad buying this tiny little thing for like sometimes like 40 or 50 dollars which it's a little bit ridiculous, quite frankly, but um, yeah, that's 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 a, that's a little Bob Buell tip of the day for you. <laughs> Pick yeah. up some secondhand I, I, ties and save yourself some money. I might check that one out myself. Yeah, make sure they're clean. Obviously, I, I have of to, course, everything yeah. has to come I, with I, a disclaimer now. But I, I've worked in charity shops and like people donate some rank fucking clothes, <laughs> like really just. Stuff that you would like, we just and they just chuck them out. Oh, I believe like, it. They don't obviously they don't sell that stuff. <laughs> All right, question fifty, dubbed the Ryan Davis. You're in a fight to the death with another person equal to your size. You're offered either an aluminum baseball bat or a six-inch non-serrated knife. Knowing the weapon you don't choose goes to your opponent. Which do you choose, knife or bat? Now, I've been waiting for this one because I have listened to quite a few of these podcasts and I know (laughs) basically, at least the ones I've listened to, I know I think the most popular choice is the bat. Would you say that's accurate? Correct. Most people choose bat. I wouldn't. And I'll tell you why. I choose Mm. the knife because I I am 
I, I imagine a lot of people are like completely afraid of knives. I don't want anyone coming near we, me with a knife. Yeah. So I, I want, I, do, I want the knife purely on the basis that I don't want someone coming at me with a knife. <laughs> I'd rather have my skull bashed in than get, you know, slashed or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but also, I feel like you can you can block a, a baseball bat with your arms or or something like that, like at least a couple times with a knife. You know, you can't really you can't block that. That's going in. Yeah. You know, like you get it's such a, a precision weapon. You know, you can you can just guide that right in. You can block it, but then you can, the person who's holding the knife they can just go around, and they both have like the range difference isn't. They're both close range weapons. You'll be able to get at somebody from a longer range with the bat. But, you know, worse comes to worse. You could just throw that knife. Yeah. I, I you, You're summing up all of my points so perfectly. <laughs> because I'm staunchly team knife in this. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, most people say bat because they're like, oh, I, I know how to swing a bat. And you get the range. And I, I don't think people realize that, like, you don't get that much range. Like, yeah. You, you'll get, what, a f- an extra foot or so, but, like, my arm sticking out into someone with a knife is the range. Like, that's longer than the range that you're going to have with your baseball bat. I'm sorry. To be um, sure. And, yeah, people, people fully underestimate. Again, not that I know or not that I want to do this to anyone, obviously. Um <laughs> But people fully underestimate, like, oh, I, I'm sure I could take one stab and be okay. Like, I mean, yeah, because you do, you want, you can take, you can take a couple hits, like pretty much anywhere except the head with a baseball bat, depending yeah. on the how hard it is. But like, you don't, you don't want anything invasive. You don't want a knife. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the the best strategy I heard, and I think it's from uh, Jeff Gerstman, which is where this origin uh, question originated on Giant Bomb. Um, of course. They uh, they said just take like if they swing for your body, take it right underneath the armpit, close your arm around that bat, and it's game over. Like <laughs> you're good. Like you have a free, you have two free hands and a knife, and they have nothing. Like you're That's done. Smart, yeah. So basically, you hide you hide the blade in your in your sock, <laughs> and then you uh, they swing at you with the bat. You grab the bat, you disarm them, then you pull the knife. Her, and then you have both. <laughs> then you have both. Yeah. <laughs> now you're a killing machine. Do? Yeah. <laughs> All they have is a meerkat and a bunch of nine-year-olds. What are they going to do? It's <laughs> um, a great answer. Great answer. No meerkat is safe. <laughs> You've said it for years, Smithy. You always <laughs> say that. Ah, uh, Valentine's Day. Love is in the air. Chocolate is in mouths. Smooches are on lips. And you know what I would like? A five-star rate and review. You know who else I love? The Mini Vandals. We'll do the song you're listening to right now. Also, DJ Williams. The song you're going to hear next. Diala, who of course do our opener. And Single Friend, who does our closing song. <laughs> single friend what an appropriate name for a day like today now if you'll excuse me i have 45 pounds of werther's samplers boxes to finish before the end of the day so let's get into the second half of the episode that's a smooch for you the listener
So, before we get into uh, question 51, is a little uh, personal, hey, this one's just for you type question. Uh, Okay. So, Smithy, my question for you is, you've obviously started, uh, I believe you you were the one who officially started it, and correct me if I'm wrong, please, uh, PS Premiere, which is a, a wonderful... Uh, YouTube channel, podcast, show, conglomerate, I'll call it <laughs> some sort of <laughs> yeah. some sort of combination of the two. Um, that honestly, I think you guys are putting out I, I, content that should be noticed. Uh, Thank I, you, I appreciate that. I, I think you're 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 uh, really tightly edited videos um, that I think stand up there with any of the professional mainstream sites. Um, and, you know, every time I see one and I, and I've, I've watched a lot of them that have some really good commentary on them or some of which will just talk about, you know, the games of the day and the games of the week and whatever have you. But uh, either, either way, I always find them really enjoying, uh, enjoying them and enjoying the production value of them. Um, but my question for you is what, kind of started that what what made you go down the route of i'm gonna make a playstation focused youtube channel instead of just a a, i guess a gaming one in general and what was actually the the thing that kind of you know triggered the start of this okay so it's a a long uh, story but i'll try and condense it down a little so okay i was as i said earlier i observe I've been writing on and off for three years or so. And I've written for a couple of uh, smaller websites that you've never heard of before, which are uh, all gone now. Mm. But uh, I was looking for uh, one website to uh, join, and I found one called PS Premier. Uh, this was at the start of 2020. Uh, I, actually, it was the end of 2019, I should say. And the website didn't last long, but in its decline, I uh, myself and Mitch, who was also part of the website, mm-hmm. decided to uh, turn it into a YouTube channel because we figured that was that would be a, a more entertaining and more more fun for us, uh, and people would be more interested in it. Uh, so I sort of to answer your question, sort of inherited the the PlayStation oh. focus. Although I am a big PlayStation fan myself, uh, that is my sort of main platform of choice. Uh, yeah, so I sort of started the YouTube channel out of the ashes of a website which is no longer uh, around uh, along with Mitch and yeah, I appreciate everything that you said about uh, our stuff I'm always a a little sort of, I'm never sure how good it is or how well it will be received because mm. uh, I suppose it's hard when you're making something it's hard to know if it's actually any good or not yeah, because uh, you're always going to notice every <laughs> every yeah. flaw, no matter how small it is. It's it's the classic exactly. like creator. So I'm always yeah. that's the thing. I'm always surprised to that point when whenever anyone says we have like good production value or anything, because I I think our production value is pretty shit. I think we're <laughs> I think we're pretty terrible on that end because I'm the one who does all the video editing. But uh, yeah, I no, I appreciate that because. Uh, like there are a few videos, especially that I'm quite proud of, uh, like the cyberpunk one that we did at the tail end of last year, and also the uh, the Death Stranding piece 
that I know you've watched that uh, that Mitch wrote and I edited together. Yeah, I I, I was a huge fan of Death Stranding, so you kind of had the the hook in already. But <laughs> um, I thought it was actually it was really well done. And like I said, I thank you. I, thank I can you. I can point you to a lot of YouTube channels that do a lot worse <laughs> in terms of video <laughs> production. I'm not going to name any names, obviously. That's not why this is. You know, that's yeah, not what this is about. Not, but uh, uh, that's not surprising at all, considering there's probably 500 billion YouTube channels <laughs> at this point. But uh, oh, I didn't, I, I, I did not know that it was kind of handed down to you like that. Yeah. Um, but I can highly recommend it, and I can say anyone listening who has even an inkling of, uh, uh, you know, an interest in the PlayStation side of the video game scene. I highly recommend it. P.S. Premiere. Oh my god, people actually listen to this podcast. <laughs> just one or two. They're gonna see. They're gonna see my rubbish work. It's mainly just me and Queso, and we just trade back and forth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, but we have more questions at hand. In fact, one full sheet of paper for a little ASMR there. Uh, Fifty-one. What is your phone wallpaper right now? Oh, this is a little sad, but it's uh, right now. It's Aerith from Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ah, I, that that game has some incredible characters. Yeah, it really does. Uh, yeah, and it, that, so those those characters left a lasting impression on me. My other wallpaper was actually Ellie from The Last of Us Part Two. Wow, hey, I mean, that's a strong one and two, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, they have photos of their family and that kind of thing. <laughs> nah, I mean, video games. <laughs> uh, 52, what's the last thing you Googled? Oh, did, are you looking for people to check this stuff I mean, before the answer? Because I don't if, think I can remember. If you have it at the ready, if if not, just... You know something you okay. This you is this is a little recently. Th- yeah, this is a little embarrassing. Mm-mm. So, I wrote a review uh, of the game Bloodroots, the indie game Bloodroots, okay. about a year ago. This was for the website, and I'm just now this week bringing it to a video, uh, and I'm, I'm very proud of the review. I think it's if I do say so myself, I think it's pretty well written. But the thing is, I used a lot of big words in said review. So when I was doing the voiceover for it, I had to look up a couple of them to make sure I was pronouncing them correctly. Ah, so I the see. last thing the last thing I googled was the word inimitable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, that is a word that you probably should look up to make sure you're saying it yeah. right. Because I would probably yeah. botch it once or twice too. Yeah, definitely. All right, that's that's a good one. I was expecting much more embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 53, you have to name your next pet without seeing them. What do you name them? Uh, that is a good question. I don't know, uh, Bowser. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a big Nintendo guy, so I don't know why that's the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> but sure, Bowser, that's a good name for a pet, right? Yeah, a little Bowsy running around. Yeah. I think well, I might actually call my next pet Bowser now. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, Google Trends is saying it, the name is sweeping the country. People love it. Everyone's about Whoa. the name Bowser now. I think. What why would I name started? my pet after the CEO of Nintendo of America? 
This is my dog, Doug Bowser. <laughs> uh, 54. What professional wrestler would you compare yourself to? I The only professional wrestler I think I know is The Rock. Okay. I don't keep up with wrestling at all. That's not my... It's not really my thing. Um, so I guess... Sure, The Rock is the only one I can compare myself to, so yeah. I guess I'll compare myself to The Rock, <laughs> which is not not to say anything about me. I'm not. <laughs> I'm yeah. not. I don't think I am equal to or close to The Rock in any way. But there you go. You heard it here first. James Smith saying he's better than The Rock. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Headline news. There you go. <laughs> uh, Fifty-five. What's your comfort food on a bad day? I like I I'm fond of a pepperami. I like a pepperami. Okay, now th- I think this no, came this up is... on the Discord <laughs> yeah. earlier. I remember now. You don't have pepperamis. I don't think we do, but we have some sort of American equivalent. So what what is it? And I'll try to pepperami. A pepperami is basically a, a a stick of salami, like a it's just a yeah a, a processed stick of salami. Okay, eat, like so a snack be- food. So we have them as Slim Jims. Normal right. is, is what they're called. And it's it, it's the exact same thing. It's just a, you know, kind of weirdly processed, uh, very small straw of, you know, miscellaneous meat or what have you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like those things. Those are good. Those are delicious. I, you don't want to go too heavy on them, though, because I think they have a, a, a lot of fat and a lot of salt in those. Certainly do. Yes. <laughs> uh... But yeah, that's, that's comfort food. That's why it's there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 56. Favorite smell? Favorite smell? I, I don't know. I guess I, I like cut grass always is nice mm. on a sunny day. Very true. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. 57. Best candy? Best best sweeties. Best sweets. <laughs> uh, I like... I like flying saucers. See, now this you know is the... another uh, disc. Oh, you don't have here. you don't have flying saucers. I see. I'm sure we have them, but just under a different name. That's the thing. There's always right. there's always so there's equivalent. The, yeah, you know that edible paper you get. <laughs> Ed, hold on now, Ed, <laughs> edible paper. All right, it's like it's like uh, I don't know what it's made of, but it's like it's like a papery texture, and it's it's edible. It's like a sweet. I don't think we have an equivalent. You know, okay, it's basically sure. it's like these these little saucers of edible paper with sherbet inside. What? I'm 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 doing a, a search of this as we speak because I need to flying. Saucers. My God! <laughs> if you just search flying saucers, you, people are just going to think you're a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> the FBI is busting down my door as we speak. <laughs> oh, okay. So, oh wait, what? Oh, so they're filled with some sort of jelly or, or, or something of the sort? Sherbert. They're filled with Sherbert. Interesting. You guys, you have Sherbert, right? We have Sherbert. <laughs> yes. I okay, sure. good. Because after searching it, some of them have like little sprinkles or pralines or something inside. I've never I've never seen that. It's always just the paper and Sherbert. Interesting. I don't know if we do have a quite an american equivalent of these the, the the closest they look like is kind of a sweet tart i don't know if you've weird. ever that's weird okay but... what about uh what about saltire rock 
I, you guys don't. There's no way you guys have salt tire. Absolutely not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that could be. Salt on a rock? No, it's salt tire rock. It's uh. You, oh boy. Is I mean, you have rock candy, right? Yes, that we do. Okay, it's basically that, but it's it's colored like a Scottish flag, the the blue and white cross, mm. uh, and it tastes like Iron Brew. <laughs> What a weird combination! Delicious, it's fantastic. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, it's kind of. Is it? Is it like a hard? It looks like it almost a taffy texture from the look of it. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah rock candy. Is oh. I'll tell you the 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 difference in sweets from country to country is is fascinating. Yeah, man. if you ever, if you ever find yourself in Scotland, you know, pop by an old sweet shop. I'll just know, load pick yourself up, on... up some of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Give me your best salt on a tire, please. <laughs> <laughs> They'll promptly kick me out of the country. <laughs> I'll just say, oh, yeah. yeah You'll be course. run out of Scotland. <laughs> uh, 58 worst candy. Worst Licorice all sorts. Yeah, that's that's probably the correct answer. That's I think that's <laughs> no, become the most popular. Why do they still it. why do they still sell it if nobody likes it? That's why I don't get. No. Especially in a world where like Twizzlers exist. People like those cuz it's like a sweetened softer version of licorice, but like black licorice is terrible. I, I don't know what Twizzlers are. Oh, it it's it's a uh, it looks like licorice, but it's not as chewy. It's strawberry flavored. And it's sometimes has like a, a kind of like a jelly filling in the middle. It's actually pretty good. Right. Um, okay. But it, it looks deceivingly like licorice. I think like 50 years ago, it probably just was licorice. And then they adjusted over the years to, you know, uh, have it something that people want to eat. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just straight old black licorice. Like, oof. I, I don't mind this. You know, in licorice all sorts, they have the, the sandwich square things. Hmm. I, do, I I like those. Those are good. But everything else in the licorice, like the licorice itself, and then you have them wee round jelly things. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, I, I I haven't met anyone who likes it. I, very odd. Very odd. Uh, 59. What's a restaurant you would recommend? Now, another another local restaurant so if you're ever in scotland if you're ever in sterling specifically which is where i'm from famed for the sterling castle on one side and the wallace monument on the other god i, I love this country you know what <laughs> <laughs> you always say but uh, yeah we have this uh, we have this wee italian restaurant called corrieri's right okay just sort of just below the wallace monument uh and they do i swear they do the best pizza i've ever had Mm. like italian style pizza it's it's fantastic uh and it, i don't think they'll ever go out of business as well because they're right next to a high school uh the high school that i actually went to and they uh every lunchtime the kids they always go from the high school they always go to the chip shop because the the restaurant has a chip shop uh on the side of it as well nice and they, they everyone has chips for for lunch which is probably not good for uh the kids but i'm pretty sure it's keeping the uh the restaurant safely in business. I think the owner bought a, a sports car. He was making that much money. <laughs> I fully believe it. Yeah. Any any pizza place, any fried food restaurant, any anywhere placed remotely near a high school, I think they're going to do all right. 
Absolutely. I'm no I'm no financial expert, but I can <laughs> another Bob Buell hot <laughs> tip of the day. <laughs> that that'll do you pretty well, I think. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's mine. Nice. What, what was the name of it one more time? Corrieries. Corrieries. Very nice. Uh question sixty. What's a food you've never eaten? Most seafood, probably. Oh, like, yes. I was gonna have mussels. I made a batch of mussels this one time, and I, because I saw a recipe online, and I thought, oh, they, they look kind of nice. I'll, I'll give those a shot. Yeah. And I made them, and then I was like, you know what? No, I'm good. <laughs> you <couldn't laughs> I'm do it? good. Uh. I, I made them, but I didn't touch them. I just chucked them out. Oh come on. <laughs> That's, that's too weird for me. I, I love seafood, so I'm. Uh, I, I love the weird stuff too. The the extra fishy, the extra slimy, all that kind of stuff. I'm all for it. I yeah. I think th- I think for me the thing was I saw this recipe on on YouTube, and I liked the way that they were cooked. Like they were cooked in like white wine, and it was sort of like they were steamed to, like the white wine was going to get the flavor in them and stuff like that. Mm. And I sort of I I thought, oh, that sounds quite nice. I'll make that. Uh, yeah, and it, the, the, they ended up not looking anything like they did on on the YouTube video. So, uh, yeah, seafood, I'll pass most of the time. Okay, okay. Uh, Sixty one. What's the strangest food that you have eaten? I don't eat a lot of strange food. I'll be honest with you. I'm fairly vanilla. Uh, you know, weirdly enough, I get a lot of grief from my friends for eating raw bell peppers as a snack. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Nice snack to them. Yeah, exactly. They're delicious. Crunchy. Fantastic. Healthy. Yeah, they got a lot of water in them. They're nice and, you know, they're they're good. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, But yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I've ever eaten anything weird and not spat out immediately again. (laughs) I do know some people who I, I think get a little bit confused when it comes to bell peppers and spicy peppers. And so, because I'll do the same thing. I'll take a bell pepper, you clean out the, you know, the seeds, the kind of top of it um, and the inside, and then like eat it like an apple or, or slice it up and just have it with slices. Let and, me give you a, oh, I'm sorry, continue. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say, I, I know I've told some people that and they're like, no, I could never do that. It's too spicy. And I'm like, no, no, no. Bell peppers aren't spicy. That's what I mean. I, I don't think people know that there is. I, I, I don't. Maybe I'm. Maybe I've just had like two interactions, and I'm judging every human being off of this. But I, I'm not sure how many people know that. Yeah, bell peppers have no spice to them. Like, there's nothing there. Yeah. Even though there are seeds, it looks suspiciously like a spicy pepper, but it, it's not at all. <laughs> I can't eat a raw green one though. They don't have enough flavor to them. I have to cook those first. I, I go yellow or or red, but red is usually yellow, more expensive orange, around yeah. me, so I'll, I'll stick All with the yellow. Right. Let me give you a tip though. You don't actually have to. You have to dig the seeds out. So if you cut the stem off the top, like mm-hmm. just as as far as the knife will go towards the the top of it, and then uh, sit it on uh, stem side down, you can sort of cut around the seeds. And you get a nice clean cut. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So so cut the little stem off of it. Just sit it down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That could totally yeah. work. 
you might get a couple yeah. that are just kind of stuck to the sides, but otherwise you're 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 pretty good there. You, so you get surprisingly like I don't think I've ever had. I mean, maybe once I had like one seed, but it's surprisingly effective. Yeah, I'm gonna steal that when it's yeah. when, yeah, <laughs> when yeah, peppers please. are coming in. I'm, I'm offering it up to you. This is this is my wisdom. I'm imparting. <laughs> this one's free. Next one, I'm gonna yeah. have to pay for. But this one <laughs> on the house. Uh, sixty ba, 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 two. What's a typical day off? Video games. Yeah. Just sitting playing video games. Yeah. I mean, that was that was today. I had a day off and I played Yakuza like a dragon for about six hours straight. And even when I had to go up to make dinner, I was like, uh, let me just just one more little submission. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. I tell you, I tell you when be... I've not the days when I've not had anything important to do over this past year, the three main things I've been doing are playing video games first and foremost, mm. working on YouTube videos and that kind of thing, and cooking. I've been doing a lot of cooking recently. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like sort of finding recipes online on like especially on YouTube and on TV shows and that kind of thing, and trying them out. Uh, the more you know, the more complicated, the better. Yeah, I made. Uh, I don't know if you've watched the Chef Show on Netflix. It's uh, John Favreau's sort of spin-off to um, the movie Chef. Yeah, where he just... I, I've seen it recommended. Yeah, I haven't watched it though. Yeah, they made some meatballs on that, and I I thought, oh, that those look delicious. I'm gonna make those. A lot of garlic in those, but they were delicious. Oh, if it's good enough for John like, Favreau, they literally they, they literally put like fifty cloves of garlic in there. <laughs> I am a garlic fan, so I might I might be enjoying this one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 63. What's a bucket list item that you've accomplished? I, you know, I don't have a bucket list mm. per se, so that's hard to pinpoint. But I guess, you know, I don't get out a lot. I'll be honest with you. So <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if I've ever, I don't know if I've accomplished anything that I would say was an accomplishment. Maybe. Maybe doing this whole writing thing and sticking with it, I guess, if you could call that a bucket list item. Yeah. Because I never, th- I used to be very lazy. I never thought I would ever sort of apply myself to any kind of work. Uh, so I guess maybe you could say that. I I certainly think so. I think that's something that, that definitely should be uh, kind of applauded there. Um, yeah. 64, what's a bucket list item you probably won't accomplish? Now, here's the thing. When I think of bucket list items, if I ever were to make a bucket list and write it down and everything, mm. I usually try and be fairly realistic. Okay. So it's stuff like E3 and, you know, that I really want to like, go to, but I probably will go to one day yeah. if I don't die tomorrow. <laughs> uh, if my assassin that I've sent to your home fails. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, that's a deep cut. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah. Maybe... I think it'd be nice to go to Madagascar. I'd maybe put that on my bucket list. Oh, and maybe never do it. That's an interesting one, Madagascar specifically. Yeah, just because I never would have thought it based on the movie Madagascar, but after after playing Uncharted Four, it seems like a lovely uh, place with some exotic animals. Yeah, it certainly looks cool. beautiful from from all I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I don't know if the movie Madagascar is the, the <laughs> an accurate the, representation. Yeah, I'm not. You know, 
far from an expert, obviously, but <laughs> I, I, I flew. I, t- I tell you what, though, I've flown over in Microsoft Flight Simulator, and I don't think it looks as nice as it does in Uncharted Four, which is probably to be expected. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, certainly a lovely place. It wow. seems very cool. Uh, let's see, sixty-five dubbed by previous guests the realest question of the bunch name of a friend you don't keep in contact with but regret it now i'm fairly lucky in that i've kept in in contact with anyone that i care to have kept in contact with Mm. any of my sort of close friends from from school and that kind of thing i i still talk to them uh, often there was there is one person that i used to i used to play minecraft quite a lot i was heavy into minecraft multiplayer like you know how they have those uh servers with a bunch of plugins yeah it's basically a whole different game i used to play like a pvp server on minecraft quite religiously and there was a i had a a good friend for a couple years on there who i don't talk to uh, at all anymore which is a shame because i always yeah i got along very well with him so hey that minecraft person this one's for you. <laughs> uh, 66. What's a game that makes you feel nostalgic? Uh, so many of them, but the first one that comes to mind is probably Shrek 2, the video game. That's a choice. <laughs> yeah, that is a choice. Shrek 2. Is that a when PS2? I was... Yeah, on the PS2. Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to... My parents obviously didn't know about video games. They didn't know what was popular and what was good, mm. you know, because they were parents and who cares about video games in the early 2000s? Yeah. Uh, but they got me, uh, they used to buy me a bunch of like movie property games, like Rugrats and Scooby-Doo and, oh. and Shrek 2, the video game. And I always loved Shrek 2, the video game. <laughs> One of my favorite PS2 games that I ever played, I think. Wow. It's a really good game. I actually, I, I believe you. I've never. I, I don't think I. I know anything about it other than the fact that it came out. Uh, or if I was, if I were to offer up an alternative, it would be Vin Diesel's Wheelman. Ah, now that I know a little bit about, yeah. One of the first games that I got on PS3, which was my first, the first time I sort of properly got into video games mm. as more as more than a passing interest. That's a very cool premise for a game. Also, Vin Diesel's Real Man. I always loved it for that. Uh, yeah, the fact that you're maybe I'm conflating it a little bit with the game Stunt Man, but it's basically is like you're on a movie set, right? Isn't that the whole gimmick of it? No, that that is Stunt Man. Oh, dang it! What you're thinking of? <laughs> <laughs> that was also a great game, though. Stunt Man Ignition was another one of the first PS3 games I bought, but. Uh, um no, Vin Diesel's Wheelman is like an open world sort of uh, GTA style game where you're uh, playing as Vin Diesel, who is a wheelman. And yeah, yeah. who'd wheelman. have thought, right? <laughs> who'd have thought? Uh, uh, and yeah, I don't remember much of the story, but you're going about helping a bunch of gangs and stuff. And there's a, there's some kind of story to it. But I remember it being a fun open world game where you could like, there was a mechanic for like jumping between vehicles, kind of like you jump between horses in Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Vindy and that story will continue in Arc Two coming <laughs> soon, I guess. Vin Diesel's video games are a gift we don't deserve. <laughs> I mean he's got Butcher Bay, he's got Wheelman, uh 
You know, his, his record's better than one would think. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. 67. What game have you spent the most time playing? Probably, it probably would be Minecraft if I had any kind of statistic for that. Mm. But of the games that I do have statistics for, it's it's either Overwatch or Grand Theft Auto Online, both of which I have over a thousand hours in. I'm pretty sure. Wow. Yeah, I used to play. A lot. Overwatch was fantastic for those a few years before. It's it's not very good now. And GTA, I it, I I pretty much played GTA Online ever since it came out. Up until, I don't know, up until Red Dead Redemption 2 came out, I think. Yeah, I'm I'm always amazed when I, I see a news article that's like, GTA Online, most profitable month was like last month, and they still bring in like millions of dollars. It, yeah, it's nuts, because my friends and I, we used to literally just jump on and, and do playlists of custom-made races. Yeah. Because they have a, a, a race sort of level editor that you can go in and make your own races, and we just get like a a bunch of the most popular ones, put them in a playlist, and and go through them, which was incredible fun. Yeah, man, those rock star folks—they know what they're doing over there. What do they do? Uh, they put the manpower. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sixty-eight. What's something you've built with your own hands? In high school, we did. Uh, I had. I went. I did a woodworking class, which was mandatory. And I, I built a, I think it was a, a bird feeder or a bird house or something like that. It wasn't very good. <laughs> I never really, I never did a very good job of paying attention in high school. But um, I guess that if we're not counting IKEA stuff, then <laughs> that, yeah. Okay. Hey, both impressive. Uh, 69. Nice. Best pickup line. Uh, <laughs> that is legally yeah. the correct answer to just the word 69 so yep you passed that test uh, uh, there was a great uh, there's this uh, great British TV show it's a it's a panel show called Mock the Week where they have a bunch of comedians on a panel to talk about the week's events and stuff like that the news of the week mm-hmm. it's always constantly hilarious but they have a segment at the end called uh, Scenes We'd Like to See where basically they have a prompt, like uh, best pickup line, for instance. And uh, they have to come up with like funny lines for it, of course. Yeah. And there was a great one that James Acaster did that I, I laughed at that I will now repeat for you and Butcher probably. He said, uh, what was it? Yeah, he said uh, the pickup line was, hey, if I told you you had a nice body, would you hold it against me? Well, I cry on your shoulder because I'm so lonely. God, I'm so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, is just hilarious. That's very good. Uh, that's great. Uh, 70, have you ever had any good nicknames? Uh, I'm known to my close friends as Smithy. That is the only nickname that I have had that I have not blocked out from memory. <laughs> it's a good one. It just rolls. It's a good. Very it's well. a good one. Sort of. It was. It's inevitable, really, when your second name is Smith. Mm, that's true. Uh, but I'm perfectly happy with it. I like it. Nice. Uh seventy-one. Do you believe in love at first sight? Well, 
I've never experienced it, so no. Totally fair. Uh, seventy-two. Because I, I feel oh, like yeah. I mean, I, sorry, I don't I don't get around a lot <laughs> as much as some other people, but like I feel like if it was if it was a, a thing that actually happened, everyone would just be falling head over toes for everyone else, you know. <laughs> This is true. This is, this is probably the best evidence of it not existing. <laughs> is the fact that everyone isn't constantly in love all the time, always. Exactly. I think it's probably uh, something that was just manufactured by Hollywood and has just become something that people see so often in movies that they believe is a, a thing that can happen. I think you're probably right. Uh, 72. What's a big turn off of yours? The light switches. It's very good. Uh, 73. Do you consider yourself an artist? You know, hmm, that's interesting. It de- Okay, it depends because I... YouTube videos, I don't really. The YouTube videos I make, they're more based on criticism of art. Mm. So I don't consider I don't consider criticism of art to be art as much effort and creativity as goes into it. But I think I do take a lot of uh, photos in video games, which is sort of akin to at this point real life photography. I'd say just easier. Yeah. And I'd say that I'd say that's definitely art, and I do that. I do a lot of that. I'm not very good at it. But I, I, I guess by definition, sure, I am an artist. Well, hold on now. I'm, I've got my iPad in front of me here. I believe this is one of yours. That is currently the wallpaper of my iPad. It's a what black and white cityscape from I want to say Spider Man or Miles Morales, perhaps. Uh, is that right? Yes, I saw you. I saw you post it online, and it's the perfect like. Uh, you know, wide shot landscape that just has enough blank space in the in the top middle for the clock and all that kind of stuff. And I have it as my background uh, on the iPad. It's absolutely perfect for it. Well, I'm humbled, Bob, truly. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's not art, I don't know what is. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, 74. What's something you tried to cook and failed? Uh, you know, early on in the when Min Max uh, was uh, a new thing, mm-hmm. somebody so I can't remember who, but somebody in the Min Max uh, Discord server had this great looking recipe for some kind of pasta sauce, uh, bolognese sauce, I think it was. Mm. And I asked him for the recipe, and I tried to make it myself. Only he cooked it for like four hours or something, and I made the mistake of cooking it in like one and a half. And it ended up like very burnt and terrible <laughs> because I cooked it. I think I cooked it on too high a heat for too short a time. Uh, that'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I probably could have got it on the second try, but I just never bothered again. Gotta have those patience with those sauces. They're, they're a fickle, a fickle beast. All right. 75 dubbed the Ben Hansen. What's the greatest piece of art? ever made no uh, you know i uh, my favorite my favorite piece of art is the last of us part two mm. 
I don't know if it's the best piece of art ever made. It's certainly, I think, one of the best stories ever told. Which is a bold statement, I'll admit. I, hey, I like it. I mean, yeah. I, I think, you know, video game storytelling can sometimes be more uh, engrossing than a lot of movie narratives because you're actually at the controls of it. You know, it it it, it tickles a different part of the brain. And so yeah, and here's totally the thing: like, get it. I know there's a lot of debate about what is and what isn't art. I think, in my opinion, art is not a binary. It's more like, in my mind, some mediums are more artistic than others. Like, I think, I think things like music and actual art are more art than anything that involves storytelling, like movies and and video games. Mm. So just to uh, toss an alternative in the ring, I'd say Jeff Buckley's Grace is maybe the album is maybe also up there. Wow, yeah. You know what? <laughs> that Jeff Buckley album comes up a lot on this show. Really? And yeah, I think it usually comes up on um, a song that brings the most emotion out of you. Is right. The, and I always, I always butcher the name of it, but it's like uh, Lover, Won't You come home or lover won't you come over yeah that's yes thank you no no it's uh lover you should have come over is what it's called yeah. yes that one <laughs> uh, yeah, i love that that's my favorite song in the album yeah so never know broken down and hungry for your love with no way to feed it had this not even a debate because it wasn't debating me on it but um on, on the topic of art i i said it on the previous episode but i'll say it again because dang it i think it's important uh i always say art is in the intention art right is, yeah art is in uh it, I, I described it last episode as art is a category like food like you can look at a tuna sandwich and say i don't like tuna sandwich I don't like tuna, but you can admit that it's not food in the same way that you can look at a video game and say, I don't like this video game, but you can admit that that game isn't art. Like that's, that's what it is. It's, that's it's a good a way of looking at creative it. Creative yeah. output, you know? I agree. Yeah. And I will fight any man who says otherwise. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, just I will be work. right at your side. Let's, <laughs> let's rally the troops. For graphic design so i had this debate a lot uh, <laughs> uh 76 would you would you oh yeah you should have put my glasses on would I? have you ever had <laughs> something happen to you <laughs> have you ever had something happen to you you would consider paranormal N- you know no because i don't believe in that 
kind of stuff at all, you know. Gotcha. Baseline. Uh, so I don't think if there was anything like, oh, you know, a door, you know, creaks open or something like that, I wouldn't consider that paranormal. I would consider that the wind. <laughs> you know? So I, I guess no. I mean, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, totally get it. Uh, 77, would you ever use a Ouija board? Yes, absolutely. If only to prove that it's utter nonsense. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Uh, 78, simply, why? You know, I get asked this a lot. Do you? <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna refer that question back to you, Bob. Why? You know, just 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 because I felt like it. That's as no, good a reason as any. <laughs> no deep introspective reason. Just because. Uh, 79, if given the chance, when would you time travel to? I think the first, I think the first place and time I would time travel to is Live Aid. I've always been, I've always been fascinated by Live Aid. Because just the whole concept of getting all these bands that I'm personally a big fan of, because I love music from that era. You know, I love that Mm. genre of music. And just having them all in the same place, doing 20-minute sets each, just throughout a whole day, across two continents. Yeah. You know? I mean, shit, they flew Phil Collins on Concord to perform in both places. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, it's such a huge event that And, and that's I, the thing. It's, it's not like they got some Joe Schmo coffee shop singers out of this. Like, these are mega stars. That yeah. they got for this show. Exactly. And you know how they did it, right? Because I've watched the documentary on, on Live It so many times. Bob I'm not Geld- sure if I do know. Bob Geldof, uh, the guy who basically made it all happen, right? Mm. The front man of the Boomtown Rats, a band nobody's, nobody cares about. Basically, what he did was he, he phoned up like he phoned up the manager of The Who and he said, okay, so we, we've got Led Zeppelin and we've got Pink Floyd. Uh, do- well, they didn't have Pink Floyd. We've got Led Zeppelin and we've got... Uh, you know, Duran Duran doing this concert. So, you know, do you want to do it or not? And, you know, the manager, what are they going to say? Like, if they've got Led Zeppelin doing it, of course, you know, the who's going to want to do it because you don't want to not do it if Led Zeppelin's doing it. Yeah. But the thing is, the thing is, they didn't have Led Zeppelin doing it. He just made that up to get the guy from the who oh. to agree to it. And then when he phoned Led Zeppelin, he said, oh, yeah, we've got the who doing it. You know, he just fucking lied to them. <laughs> And then that's brilliant. I, that's how it all came together. I never heard that is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. What a bluff. Fantastic. What a play. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't believe it worked. And honestly, to see that concert would just be something else. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a great one. Uh let's see. Question eighty. Have you ever made a sudden dramatic change to your lifestyle and stuck to it? I'm gonna. This is very similar to other answers I've already given, but I'll refer back to doing this whole like YouTube channel and and the writing and everything. I, yeah. I'd say that's a pretty dramatic change in my lifestyle, and you know, compared to just lazing about, which is what <laughs> I was basically doing most of the time before. 
and I, I've stuck to that for, well, so far so good, right? For a year or two. So hopefully I can keep that going. But yeah, I guess that's uh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 81, what game show, past or present, would you love to be a contestant on? Uh, I Maybe who wants to be a millionaire? I don't watch a lot of game shows, to be honest with you. But who wants to be a millionaire? I feel like I could... I could be like that. You know, that coughing scandal. I don't know. Who wants to be a millionaire? It's a British thing, isn't it? So I don't. You, you guys. Know, it's, this... it's both. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys have an American version of it, but basically yeah. there was this, there was this whole scandal where this guy won who wants to be a millionaire, but he did it because there was a guy in the audience who was on his side, who was on his team and he was basically coughing whenever the, the host read the right answer and basically oh. feeding this guy all the answers. And that's how he won. <laughs> and it was this whole big deal. So I, I, would, I, I would want to be that guy, but just not, <laughs> but just I'd do it better and not get caught. <laughs> and not get figured out. Yeah. I mean, could they, well, I guess that's still cheating. I was going to say, can they still technically take the money away from it? But I'm like, yeah, of course they can. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. I like it. <laughs> so what game show would you be on? I would cheat on <laughs> who wants to be a millionaire. But i do a better job than that guy who, who did it before me. <laughs> You learn from his mistakes. That's what you yep. know. That's what it's all about. Yep. Uh, Eighty-two. What's a quote that you love? You know, I was thinking of saying something pretentious, but mm-hmm. I, one the the one thing that comes to mind that came to mind actually for me before we started recording here is Raul Coley said on Twitter one time. Uh, don't let fear ever be the reason you don't do something. And I, I think about that quite a lot because I think that's good advice because you shouldn't let fear be the reason you don't do something because then you'll miss out on so many great opportunities. And most of the time when you're afraid to do something, you're not going to feel that way while you're doing it or once you've done it. And it'll yeah. still it'll be a worthwhile thing to do most of the time. I think that's a great, absolutely great quote. Maybe yeah. a little pretentious, but no, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I, just for, for contrast, I was going to go with something from Gandhi. So, <laughs> well, okay, I mean, you know, the guy had some good ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was he was all right. He had a couple. <laughs> I'd have a beer with him. <laughs> uh, Eighty three. What's the best shirt that you own? You know, I have this white shirt. I don't, I don't play Soul Caliber, but I have this white shirt with a Soul Caliber character on it and I, it's the only it's the only white shirt i own but i i like that white sh- i like the the fact that it's a white shirt i I think i think it looks okay on me so oh, I'm, okay. let's go with let's go with that i don't like soul caliber i've never played soul caliber i was gonna say do you know what character it is no <laughs> some guy <laughs> with a big fucking sword that's all i know that's all of them i couldn't help you there <laughs> that's the whole thing uh I don't know. I've, I've worn on a podcast or something. You could probably go back and check. But... <laughs> okay, perfect. You'll just see a comment in like 45 minutes from me just going, it's Mitsurugi! Like... <laughs> uh, 84. Would you change your middle name? Well, no, because I don't really... I don't use my middle name anyway. I mean, te- technically, James is my middle name. James isn't even my first name. It's just the name that I use. My first oh. name, my first name is actually Roddy, which is an interesting story about that. So uh, I was going to be called James, 
but then before I was born, my uncle, who was called Roddy, he died in a motorbike accident. Oh gosh! So they decided, to, yeah, a bit grim, but they decided. My parents decided to call me Roddy and make James my middle name. And I don't, I don't remember this at all. But apparently, when I was very young, I, I, I got people to call me James instead. I preferred that name for some reason, uh, huh. which is just stuck. So I wow. technically James is my middle name. So no, I would not change it. <laughs> I, if anything, just yeah, bump it up one and make it your yeah. official first name. But either way, it's I, it's I can't tell you how many issues I've had, like prescription counters and and that kind of thing. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm looking for a prescription for James Smith. Oh, I'm sorry, we don't have that. Oh, maybe it's under Roddy. Yeah. Here we you go know, again, <laughs> Roddy, which is short for J. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. 85. What's a good impression you can do? I'm not very good at impressions. Certainly not as good as I think I am, but I will have this. Uh, there's a funny story. I, uh, means some friends, we sort of, we were on PlayStation one night, maybe a year or so ago. And we, we got drunk and we started, you know, Sam Neill, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, have you ever seen him in Peaky Blinders, the TV show? Uh, I've seen a little bit of Peaky Blinders. Yes, I, I, I believe I. Well, I, he yeah. has, yeah, he has this. Uh, he has this great Irish accent in Peaky Blinders, and mm-hmm. I, I can't remember how it started. But this one night, we all got drunk and we just started using his voice to say the dumbest shit. <laughs> so we just we we we'd go like, he turned himself into a pickle, Mister Shelby. Funniest <laughs> shit I ever seen. <laughs> I, I I feel uh, like Sam Neill's right there in the room with me. Yeah. <laughs> and that went on for like an hour and it never stopped being funny. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, 86, is there a tattoo you wanted to get but are glad you didn't get? No, I've, I've never really been that interested in tattoos. The only tattoo that I would get is, uh, I think, Ellie's one from The Last of Us Part 2. But I've never really. Other than that, I've never. You've never wanted. I've never wanted wanted, enough. I've never wanted one, and then decided I. I'm glad I didn't get one. Gotcha. Uh, eighty-seven. How would you describe your sixteen-year-old self? A dick. (laughs) Just plain and simple. A dick. Check the big board here. It's correct. They're saying correct. I was not before, like even a couple of years ago, I was not a nice person. Mm. I I actually only started being a a nice, a, a decent human being when I made a new Twitter account. Because the thing is, I found myself in this perpetual motion of being a dick on Twitter to everyone, and I it was a tough thing to break out of. It was only when I made a new Twitter account and I didn't have that sort of all that stuff backed up of me being a dick, and then I decided, hey, do you know what? This sucks. I'm not going to be a dick anymore. And then I, I made a new Twitter account and I stopped being a dick. So yeah, just when made I was clean break, kind of exactly, thing. and that's how you do it. That's how you do it. If anyone out there is a dick and wants to stop being a dick, just make a new Twitter account. There you go. Uh, Another piece of life advice for you. We're just handing them out today. Yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, you know what? But I honestly, I think it. Oop. Honestly, I dropped the pen. Uh, honestly, I think it it says a lot that you can acknowledge that 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 right. you know. I, I think it really does mean that there's there is improvement there. The fact that you can look back and go, 
man, that guy was a freaking jerk. Like, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I am, I am obviously ashamed of of that, but like, not so much that I, I like. I feel like I've made enough progress that I can look back on that and say, yeah, you know, I was a dick, but yeah. I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable enough acknowledging that because of where I am now. I think that's very important. I love it. Uh, 88. What's the worst injury you've ever had? Uh, you know, when I was a kid, I went to my friend's house and we, we were in his sort of back garden. He had, he was in this house that was sort of connected to all these other houses and they had like a shared back garden and they had a washing line mm-hmm. and it was, the washing line was held up by these wooden poles and for some reason, you know, I mean, kids will be kids, do stupid shit, right? But we we started, like, throwing these wooden poles, like, pulling them out of the ground and just throwing They were these huge, like, three-meter-long wooden poles. Oh, and wow. we, started, we, we pulled them out of the ground and we started throwing them. And, like, I threw one of them and it whipped around and hit me right next to the eye. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, I had to go to the hospital and get stitches for that. That was probably the uh, worst injury I've had. Yeah, it doesn't sound. And it's funny, like kids are stupid. Kids, kids say stupid shit. But like my my friend at the time, who I was doing it with, like I I hit myself, and I didn't think it was that bad. Like I just hit myself. I was like, oh, that kind of hurt. And yeah. then and he comes over to me and he says, oh my god, I can see your bone. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, thanks, that helps. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, that's uh. Yeah, that counts. That definitely counts. Yes. Uh, 89. What's a habit of yours you want to break? Uh, oh, I don't know. I crack my neck quite a lot. I've, Ooh, yeah. I, I need to stop doing that. That's a bit of a pain. That's a bad habit. Yeah, I do that with my knuckles all the time. And I think yeah. it's bad for you. It can't be good. I, like, I, I say it like I'm unsure. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think anybody really knows. I, I used to always get told when I was a kid that it give you arthritis. Yeah, so yeah, same. I don't know if there's any proof to that. I think I looked but... it up. I don't think there is, but everyone kind of yeah. acknowledges like it's definitely not good, but we can't prove that it's bad. I, I <laughs> so... feel like I feel like the arthritis thing was just made up by somebody who's getting annoyed by somebody else who's cracking yeah. their knuckles all the time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I crack my knuckles as well, but I don't. It's not as bad as the neck cracking, in my opinion. So, mm. I, yeah, I'd cut that. I hear you. Uh, question 90, home stretch time here. Here we go. Have you ever lied on your resume? No. Maybe bent the truth a little bit. Like, yes, I've got experience in Microsoft documents. And I mean, technically, yeah, I used them a couple times in school. <laughs> but, uh, gotcha. yeah, I'm bending the truth is as far, I think, as I've gotten. I've never, like, straight out said, I can juggle fire. Or something like you, that. You're CEO of Microsoft. Or... Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at this. Bill Gates wants a job with us. Yeah, he's he's really hurting for cash right now. He's <laughs> uh, 91. Have you ever punched someone in the face? No, I haven't. Mm. I'm a bit of a wuss. <laughs> <laughs> There's always tomorrow. Always All right, tomorrow. Bob, I'm coming around. <laughs> Let's oh, do no. this. Oh, no. <laughs> I have such a soft face. Uh, 92. Would you ever go to a nude beach? 
now that depends. Do I have to be nude? Not necessarily. Sure. Why not? How much am I getting paid? <laughs> uh, I'll say uh, I'll, get, I'll Venmo you a buck. <laughs> sure, I'll do it for a buck as long as sure. I don't have to get undressed. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's all they're all clothing optional. I I think yeah. they all are. It'd be weird <laughs> if one forced you to get nude. Like that's a weird. Wait a minute, you're wearing clothes. Get out of here. <laughs> There's some security guard. <laughs> who's only holding a holster and nothing else because they're not allowed to wear anything <laughs> oh my god uh, um, that was a nice uh, roll right into the next question 93 when was the last time you cried <laughs> Gosh. I was like wait hang on, we're talking about nude beaches what's the next question <laughs> uh, last time I cried probably the last of us part 2 again oh, honestly yeah. No, no, that, no, that... no! It wasn't. It wasn't. It was when my dog died. Oh, uh, <laughs> quite a quite a, a difference there. I'll be honest, but uh, yeah, my yeah. my dog died in October or was it August? August oh, or October uh, last year there. Yeah, so that would have been that. Yeah, those those always oh just shatter. Yeah, yeah. You you never expect it as well. Like you try and prepare yourself for it if you know it's coming, and it's like. It's just a Man. you can prepare all you want. I, yeah. I'm a blubbering baby. I've only had to do it twice. Gone th- gone through that, and oh my uh, gosh, every oh my gosh, terrible, yeah. terrible, terrible, terrible. Exactly. Um, uh, ninety four. What's something you've done and will probably never do again? Uh, guest on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I could ask him to you again, but I, we're probably going to get pretty similar <laughs> yeah, answers. Exactly. <laughs> More than fair. 95, best compliment you've ever received? I don't know, Bob. I get a lot of compliments. I... <laughs> <laughs> that one you got, great James Bond outfit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a tough one. I guess it's nice hearing that people like the stuff that I've put up on, on YouTube. I mm. guess that that's always very nice when there's something, there's a video that I'm very proud of and, and people sorry, and it's received well, yeah. uh, that's always good. And when I get compliments on screenshots as well, cause I put a lot of stock in uh, the, the photos that I take in, in uh, games. So when, when people say, Oh, that's really good. You know, that always feels great. Or when someone steals it and puts it on their iPad as their wallpaper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a good one. I, you know what? I'll, if if someone's reading the or reading this, someone's listening to this right now. <laughs> check the, uh, the description of this episode. I will include a link to the wallpaper that I'm currently using. Uh, and and an aside, ninety nine questions now available as transcript. <laughs> <laughs> it's exhausting to type this out, but dang it, now I have to do it. Uh, what a shame. Uh, 96. Tell me a joke. Okay, so here's my go-to joke, right? There's a there's a Scotsman, an Englishman, and an Irishman on a plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, they're flying over different countries and stuff. The Irishman sticks his hand out and he says, he sticks his hand out the window of the plane. And he says, uh, hey guys, we're in Egypt. And the other two, they say to him, uh, how do you know that? And he says, well, because I just touched one of the pyramids. Uh, and then the uh, later on, the Englishman sticks his hand out the window and he says, uh, hey, guys, we're in Paris. 
And they say, how do you know that? And he says, well, because I just touched the Eiffel Tower. And then later on, the Scotsman, he sticks his hand out the window and he says, hey, guys, we're in Glasgow. And they say, how do you know that? And he says, because some wee bastard just nicked my watch. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's very good. Very good. Uh... (laughs) Oh, classic Glasgow humor. (laughs) Uh, 97, 97 used to be a nice, uh, nice old bad question that I came up with, but now it has been replaced by the listener question of the week. Oh, ho, ho. and if uh, anyone out in the, the, the wee radio lands of your want to uh, send us in a question, it is of course at 99, that's number 99 questions pod at gmail.com or 99 questions pod on Twitter. And you should, because I know uh, Bob needs somebody to uh, send in better questions than my magnificent questions <laughs> that I always send in. Well, I mean, uh, let me look at the options for today. Uh, <laughs> most of them are wanting to know, what's your deal, man? <laughs> Oddly enough. Hmm. Yeah. You know, you, is that actually the question that you're going to... Let's go with go that with? one. Sure, I think that, that feels about right. To finally answer, you'd think, what's you'd your think, deal, man? <laughs> you would you would think I would have an answer prepared for this, but you know what, Bob? I don't, so I'm going to... Actually, I've always been curious. What's your deal, man? Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deflect that question oh back on gosh. you. Oh my gosh, this is just uncalled for. This, is, <laughs> this has never been done. A man uh, never answers his own questions. <laughs> Only a couple times. Um, what's my deal? I don't know. I'm just bored and want to. <laughs> just, I just like having conversations. I remember like, listening to the the. I think it was uh, Blake Hester who was on, and so you asked him what was his deal, and he said uh, half off. I thought that was quite. I, I liked that. That was good. <laughs> He's good. That guy. That Blake yeah. Hester is a, a a champ. But you know what? I'll I'll cheat and I'll I'll give you a second one because I actually really like this question. Okay. From fellow uh, PS Premier compatriot Dory. Mm-hmm. Um, what would it take for you to star in a Marvel movie? Uh, it's so oddly specific. You, you know, like I I do it for free just so that I could be terrible in it and watch it crash and burn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or also, I mean, if they're if they're offering, you know, I'll take a, a million quid. Sure. <laughs> I'll say, hey, what do they pay Robert Downey Jr.? I'll take that. Just give yeah, me his salary. <laughs> He's not going to be using it. He's... Yeah. Spoiler alert, I suppose. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like. It. Uh, who who I doesn't like know it. at this point? Who doesn't know? Yeah, it, it, the, the statute of limitations is up on. Yeah, anything. everyone. Everyone knows he rides off into the sunset at the end of that movie. <laughs> he gets on a, a horse in an Iron Man suit, and they ride right off. <laughs> an Iron Horse, <laughs> as uh, as a famous song once wrote. Well, thank you for everyone who wrote in. Uh, Dory, Shizira, Zach Pliggy, and you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yes. Thank you all. Uh, which leads us to question 98. The penultimate question. What made you want to be who you are today? You know, I think it was a must have been a combination 
of people that I look up to in terms of like career wise, like mm-hmm. great writers and and stuff like that, like uh, video game journalists and that kind of thing. Like uh, I always liked uh, J V Gwaltney. He used to do a a a column on Game Informer uh, called Virtual Life. Mm-hmm. I always really liked that column. Uh, I then that I think that gave me a lot of inspiration to start writing, uh, and also probably uh, anyone anyone who's just like a good human being, because I aspire to be a good human. I aspire to be a good person, and yeah. it's I think it's thanks to like seeing a lot of people who are just genuinely good, nice people, and so you know saying hey I want to be like that because you know that's much nicer than being a dick. You know, it's very true. It's very true. And, and I don't know if the, this is common knowledge, but you know, if you're a dick, people don't really like you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you don't make a lot of friends by being a dick. Again, life advice here. We're we're handing it out today. There you go. <laughs> Tip of the day. People don't really uh, like you if you act like a dick. Who'd have thought? That's universal. That's country to country. That's everywhere. <laughs> you don't get this kind of insight anywhere else. <laughs> uh, but we've made it to the top of the mountain here. Question 99. What do you want to be remembered for? Uh, this will be similar, I think, to the last one. So I want to be remembered as a good person. Because mm. I've, I've been a dick. I don't like being a dick. It brought it bore me no fruit, and I I look at people uh, who I uh, sort of look up to, like Kyle Hilliard is the first one that comes to mind. Like I remember when he got laid off at Game Informer. I think it was Leo Vader who said tweeted something about like he complained about uh, a nail in the wall uh, that he kept like tearing his shirts on. Mm-hmm. at the Game Informer offices, and one day he just came into the office and Kyle had covered over it and stuff. And that was... I, I remember reading that and thinking, wow, what a, what a guy. What a guy. Yeah. I want to be like that. I want to be like him. So, you know, that's... I think I... I don't know if I'm there yet. I don't know if I'm... I feel like I'm making progress, but I, I think I've got a ways to go. But I want to be remembered as just a good person. I think that is a phenomenal goal for for just about anyone on the planet. And I think we I, should all aspire to be good people. Yeah, I, I fully agree. And let me tell you, uh, the the reason you're on this show is because you were a good person. Because you actively donated to yeah. a children's charity for no reason other than mm. listening to me yammer on for couple hours debatable debatable, but yeah sure (laughs) but smithy truly this was wonderful i I had such a great time uh i thank you for the donation i thank you for being a wonderful guest here i thank you for giving me my ipad wallpaper (laughs) thank Uh, you for having me on this was a rare treat oh i absolutely glad to do it 
And uh, just to disprove one of your uh, later questions, I will ask you on over and over again. <laughs> so you can repeat all these answers over and over. Fantastic. Look, look forward to the next episode of Night Night Questions with Bob Buell and Jim Smith. Uh, but is there anything you would like to plug, promote, uh, put into the world, uh, float into the ears of our listeners? Anything at all? The floor is exclusively yours, sir. Sure, sir. So first and foremost, I guess I'll I must plug PS Premiere uh, YouTube channel. PS Premiere one word, where we post you know reviews, video essays, and well, not they're not video essays per se. Because I don't know how to write an essay. I don't know about you, Bob, but I don't know how to write an essay. But we do we do things of that variety. And we do a weekly podcast. Uh, I encourage anyone to check out the Cyberpunk video that we did. It's uh, about the bugs and them not being as bad as you think. It's only two minutes long. Uh, and also I post screenshots sometimes uh, on Twitter at Untitled Smithy. Those are apparently, according to Bob, wallpaper worthy. I think they're only okay, but there you go. If you want to see those, you can follow me there. What a guy. What a guy, that Smithy, let me tell you. I wish I could talk to him all day, and I kind of did, looking at the runtime of this. But we got things to do. The red light is on. We got to figure out what we learned here today. We learned first and foremost that the UK has their own specific brands of food and candy, one of which is edible paper. I looked into it a little bit. He might mean wafer, but I'd like to think it's edible paper. We learned that the only thing worse than uh, Americanizing UK shows for absolutely no reason is Spotify still not sponsoring this show. How is that possible? We learned some speedrunning strategies for the game Steep. We learned the difference between Wheelman and Stuntman. Uh, we also learned a little bit about classic rock. Hey. But I gotta go promise people that Led Zeppelin is gonna be on this show. I'm gonna be back in two weeks with a brand new episode. So don't be a dick. Thank you. And good night.